Saw, dude. Saw, dude. I was like, okay. When are we going to do it? When are we going to do it? Uh, what's happening, dude? What's the haps? How's, uh, how's life and things? Well, life is for sure great. Things are for sure great. For sure great. For sure great? I'm trying to figure out what I would put under the category of things and what I would put under the category of life. Well, life is like life, and then things are other things. <laughs> okay. No, that's, that's great. Other than life, dude. Okay, so then if life is life and things are things, what are whatchamacallits? Uh, isn't that like a fork or something like that? Maybe. Well, apparently from watching The Little Mermaid, it's yeah. a... A, or is that a, a thingamajig? A dingle. Uh, dingle hopper. A dingle hopper. There yeah, you go. Dude. Hey. Dingle hopper. That's what's up. And apparently you use a fork to comb your hair. So ladies you and do. gentlemen, we've been doing it wrong this we entire time. That seagull taught us all a valuable lesson. Scattles. Scartles. Skeetles. Scuttle, Scuttles. 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 Uh, no, scuttle. Sorry. <laughs> scuttle. Yeah. Scuttle the the. Scuttle the, the seagull. seagull. I was going to say Seahawk. But I didn't. But you did. But I just did right now. But like, what if like a Seahawk had the face of Russell Wilson on it? I'm pretty sure that a Seahawk does because he is a Seahawk. Get it? Did you see what I did there? <laughs> Got to hate you. Did, did you Did you see what I did there? <laughs> what did you do there? I don't know. You tell me. Well, uh, I don't know. Oh, did I just blow your brain right now? Not bro? really. No. No. He rose up uh, righteous anger inside of my heart. <laughs> Are you going to start flipping tables in the, uh, in I the might, sanctuary? Dude. I might. You never know, dude. <laughs> Turn this house into a den of thieves. <laughs> uh, collection plate is uh, full of bird feathers and uh, cow dung because they're hanging out inside. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. I was dude. like, keep going, keep going, cow dung. Uh huh, keep going. Hey, uh, we do have some very important sports news to cover tonight. We do. Paul Macbeth won the Dynamic Discs Open in Emporia, Kansas. I didn't know that, but okay, yeah, Paul <laughs> Macbeth. You go. Uh, he beat Calvin Heimberg by one shot. I didn't mean to yell in the, um, in the listener's face. Uh, yeah, you freaking, you. Uh, uh, what? You, no, 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 finish you, you it, clipped, though. You clipped the mic there, buddy. Sorry about that. You clipped it. Uh, no, so, uh, I only said that to uh, mess with you and also to the give listeners. Dustin oh. some disc golf coverage. Dustin Tesnier. Uh, he will care. Yeah. No, Cam Newton signed with the freaking Patriots Dude, yesterday or two days ago or whatever. He for sure did. Like, that was like a for sure thing, which I was, okay, now the stupid things that Dude, I Dude, I knew this was coming the whole time, bro. Did you, though? Pretty much. Once y'all signed it, signed it. Once y'all signed Andy Dalton hey. and we signed Jameis, I was like, dude, they're going to sign Cam. They it's have just, to, though, it's right? It's going to take a minute. I don't think, look, Cam has uh, regressed, in my a opinion, <laughs> uh, since the 2015 season. He's yeah. regressed. Quite. And so I really don't think, I don't think the Patriots are getting anything. They're getting. I think they're getting something better than Jared Stidham. Oh yeah. Or Brian Hoyer. Well, yeah. I mean, let's just say that. But in the sense of somebody that's going to take them to the AFC Championship game every year or the divisional oh, round. No. I don't. I don't think no. so. Can't I don't know, especially because they don't have any options. Like they don't have any weapons, really. Well, that was uh, that has everything to do with um, 
I was going to say um, Dingleberg, but it's uh, <laughs> Bill Belichick. Laces out, Dan. <laughs> Laces out. But, yeah, I think Bill Belichick. Not not signing good players? Yeah, well, not signing any talent on the wide receiver end. Yeah. I mean, that's that's why Tom left, honestly. If you don't mind my opinion, I think that's why Papa Tom left. Yeah, probably more than anything. That's God's why nephew. He, he bounced. He was like, God, can I leave? And God was like, I don't care, dude. Do I mean, want, <laughs> I mean, I don't care right. about football, really. <laughs> football is not high on my priority <laughs> list. I got to give two, um, two chicken squirts. Tried, to, what? <laughs> two chicken squirts. <laughs> oh, okay. What do you think I was going to say? No, I just, all I heard was like, no, like you said, I don't give two chicken squirts. And what I heard was, I've got to give these two chickens. And I was like, what, <laughs> what does God got to do with two chickens that's more important than football? For sure, though, God doesn't uh, care and could give two tell, chicken squirts about football. Tell Tim Tebow that. Tell him. It's probably why he's not in the league anymore. <laughs> probably why he's not in the league anymore, yeah. <laughs> he's too busy kneeling. <laughs> oh, no, dude. <laughs> Was it with you that I was going to kneel for, I think it was Kylie's basketball game? Oh, gosh, Just to be stupid dude. and you're like, if you do it, I'm going to kick you. I was, man. I was going <laughs> to kick you in your stupid knee. Just to stir up the little town of Freehold, brother. Like, bro, you don't want to do that here. I was gonna. What I was going to do was I was going to take the knee and then tie my shoe and then come back up. <laughs> During the national During anthem. During the national anthem. <laughs> that would have been a bad idea, bro. That would have been a bad idea, but when have I ever been filled with good ideas? Uh... There's like one time back in like 1993. No, oh, okay. Were you born in 93? I was, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, let's see where he's going with this one. Was it after or before November? December 1st, dude. Oh, then yeah, for sure. I'm game. I got it. I've got it. Yeah, no, that's me. Dude, I was going to say 97 and I said 93 instead. No, when you said 93, I was like, wait, let's see where he's going with this. Let's see exactly where he's going with this By one. being born, bro. By being born, did. By being born, did. That's, uh... The that's born what supremacy? What? Huh? What? Wait, say it again, though? What did... No, wait, what did you say, though? I don't remember. Well, what did I just say, though? Uh, you said something about born, did it? Okay. It's the same thing. I mean, potato, tomato. It's all relative. <laughs> It's all related. It's all it's all related. It's all in the Ado it's all, family. It's all irrelevant, dude. It's all irrelevant. <laughs> uh dude, what about you, dude? Uh dude, life's good, man. Life's really good. Dude, I've played two rounds of disc golf this week. And, Was your elbow uh, okay or did it fine. fall apart? It's fine. I went with some guys Monday. Not I'm gonna Monday. ask you that every time, by the way. About my elbow? Yeah. Yeah. No. It needs to be asked. Okay. No, I went Sunday night with uh, a group of guys from Hereford, and we played Amarillo, and I played really, really bad. Oh, yeah? Um, but then I had Did the, you royally uh, shaft it? Yeah, pretty much. It was it was no bueno. But then uh, yesterday, I had to be back up in Amarillo again for the uh, Heart of David small group, like uh, do some debriefing on what happened Saturday night and then talk about the future stuff. But I was there early. Yeah. So I went and played around and played, I think, my best round in Amarillo. Really? And so, uh, yeah, my elbow held up. That's gold. Cool. Uh, I'm probably going to take a couple days off. I wish I had an elbow. Uh, you have two of them. Oh, yeah? They are. Do they work? <laughs> they seem to. <laughs> Hold on, go like this. And I go like this. 
They work, dude. Hey, let's <laughs> I'm go. I'm proud of you, bro. Thanks, man. You covered a milestone today. <laughs> uh, dude, I didn't know how contentious people were going to get about chocolate milk until last week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, man. Did they come at you or what? Well, I had a large dialogue going on on my status on Facebook. Really? Talking about Plains Dairy having the best chocolate milk. Mm. Everybody wanted to come at me with... Uh, the the two main ones were uh, Fair Life, where the I is an exclamation point. But that's fair. healthy, right? It's not necessarily healthy. It's just it's lactose-free. So people that are lactose intolerant oh, with, their so little, you... with their little baby child innards that can't handle real milk. Yeah, because then it gives them the caga. Yeah, for and sure. And then they're cagando real uh, hard later. So that one is the one that a few people said. And then there's this one called Promised Land Dairy that apparently is very good, but I've never tried. I've tried Fairlife, and I wasn't wasn't impressed. I haven't tried either. Uh, Wait, growing up, did you what uh, what kind of milk would your mom buy? Oh, vitamin D, bro. Vitamin D. Yeah, full full whole milk, bro. I never had that. Now Red Cap. Always had the the two percent. Nope. Growing up, it was always a two percent. No, man, I hate like. <laughs> I hate 2% milk. I hate anything lower than full, like whole milk. Because it's like you took milk and you poured water in it. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> I'm like, I can't do that, dude. You're you're ruining what this nation was built upon. <laughs> it was built Putting upon whole water milk. in this milk. It was built upon whole milk. It was, dude. <laughs> no, not in our house. For sure, it was built uh, on 2% milk. 2%. I mean, I've drank 2% before. Yeah. But not... It, well, I've never just gone to the store and been like, hey, I want to buy this one Yeah, with the blue cap on it. I need that red whole milk because I want my milk to be whole whole, and complete and complete according his, to his magistrates on and high. his magistrates. <laughs> dang it. That's what I was going to say. Dude, we have so many people saying magistrates on high. <laughs> we, we have a lot of people saying that. Okay. So the other well, you have a lot of people saying that. Hey. I've just followed in your footsteps. Look, ladies and gentlemen, God has ordained this moment <laughs> and our mouths to say magistrates, magistrates on high. Magistrates on high. Yeah. Uh, so, I remember when that happened, when it started. When it all I started? I wanted to punch you in the face the entire yeah. time because you wouldn't let it go. The only reason why that I started saying magistrates uh, was uh, T.D. Jakes used it in his sermon. He said magistrates? Yeah. Instead of majesties? Yeah. Okay. He said magistrates, but he was using it in a, uh, oh, he was like talking the actual, about like, like, like the, like the actual word magistrates, yeah. what it means. Yeah. Okay. And so like, I was like, that's an awesome word. <laughs> like magistrates, here we go. He's <laughs> magistrates on high. And I started saying it like that. And then like, if words, I use words around people yeah, to see if, uh, my first reaction is, does it annoy them? Mm-hmm. Naturally it does. Correct. And then. The next reaction is how how many times can I say it in one like in one instant of being with them? Yeah. Or like let's say if if we were to hang out all day. Yeah. How many times can I use that word that you find annoying in that one day until either you finally cave in? And it's like he's he's not going to give up. Yeah, he's not going to stop saying it. We just might as well accept. <laughs> I might it. as well accept it. Yeah, or to where you just get upset and just like, dude, shut up already. Yeah, like, stop saying that. Like, <laughs> it doesn't it matter. You still say it. <laughs> Look, Jeff. Okay, that's neither here nor there. Well, I can okay? I can tell you that the number is uh, a lot. A lot. Yeah. A lot because we were in Clovis for like three hours that night, and you said it hundreds of times. Yeah. His magistrate's on high. His magistrate's on high. Yeah. 
It was after that believers meeting at FCFC. Yeah. And then we went to IHOP. Because the Lord Jesus Christ and all his magistrates on high. And kept saying it over and over and over and over. And I was like, golly, dude. And then now it's part of my common vernacular. Hey. It has become part of my lingo. Well, when I talk to you and then like a few people who listen to the podcast. Does your lingo- I better not ever freaking say this during a sermon that I preach, man. Dude, please. So mad. Please. <laughs> Please, if you say it during a sermon, I know that that the validity of your word is going to go up 10%, buddy. <laughs> no, people are going to be like, what's 10%. this idiot talking about magistrates on high? <laughs> if you preach in a place where uh, people listen to our pod, then yeah, people are going to be like, oh, dang it, stupid yeah. Israel. But if you if you preach at a place where nobody's heard me, yeah. or heard of me, or heard of our pod. Yeah, they're going to think I'm an idiot. No, they're going to think that you're a scholar. <laughs> no, they're not. A theologian. <laughs> They're going to be like, what? God has magistrates? What? Is he reading out of the Passion Translation? He read that in the message. What, what is this? What tarnation, boy? Yeah, no. 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 And for, for those of my Hispanic viewers, ¿Qué cosa? My, my Hispanic viewers? You always say viewers. Dude, because I want them to watch me, Nobody bro. can see us, dude. Yeah, that's true. But you can see me. I can. And I can see you. You can. Because our eyeballs work for now. For now. But here at about <laughs> 1137, they'll oh. be shut forever. For not forever? Hopefully not. Well, at least till like 530. You get up at 530? No. My body gets up at 530. I don't physically get up till 7. <laughs> <laughs> Explain how that works, dude. My body's all like, hey, it's 530. And I look and I turn over like, okay, perfect example this morning, right? Mm-hmm. So That's today. If Tuesday, June the thirtieth, uh, um, twenty twenty. This is going up tomorrow, Wednesday. Yeah, it's for sure not going up tonight because we started recording way later than normal. Yeah, and that's my fault. But <laughs> since it's uh, since it's going to be on tomorrow, listeners, not viewers, listeners, listeners. I'm talking about Tuesday morning, July four, Wednesday morning. When? No, no, oh, no, you're no. talking about, about this oh, morning. Yeah, yeah, I got I'm you talking now. about this morning. Yeah, today is Tuesday morning. Today is Tuesday. So, so Tuesday when you listen to this, it'll be yesterday. It'll if be you're yesterday. listening on the day that we posted it. Yeah. If you're listening to it on Thursday, then it would be two days ago. And if it's Friday, the three, and you get it. Yeah. Do the math. His magistrate's on high. Look, anyways. So I woke up at 530. Uh-huh. But it was one of those like, hey, you know what? Like, it feels like seven. Like, it feels like I'm doing good. Yeah. I stretched a good stretch, you know, like one of those where like your leg fidgets and mm-hmm. l- like, uh, yeah. um, you act like thumper. Off yeah. Of yeah, yeah. You shake. Yeah. Real bad. Yeah. <laughs> I do that every time I stretch after I get up from my yeah, dude. And so I stretch it out and then I turn around and I look cause I have this uh, big old red clock on the wall and on my nightstand. Yeah. Excuse me. And, um, it's five 30 and I'm yeah. like, this is stupid. <laughs> So I turn back around and I'm just laying there like, don't see ever. Why in God's name is it 5.30 and why am I up? Dude. And I crashed out. I went back into a deep sleep and then my alarm woke me up at 7. Nice, dude. But I wanted to fight my alarm because I wanted to stay in bed forever. Yeah, dude. I hate I hate waking up. Like, it's just one of my least favorite things to do in the world. Mm-hmm. It's like, God dang it, dude. Why do I have to be awake for anything? Like... I wish that God would have created us to not have to sleep. Hmm. I've never actually heard that one before. I mean, I don't like getting tired. I hate being tired and I don't ever want to go to sleep. Like I'm like kids, they never want to go to bed. They're just like, I want to stay awake forever. 
and their parents are like, no, you got to go to sleep because you got to get strong. <laughs> I'm like, dude, Screw if I never, if I, <laughs> like if I never had to go to bed, I could be way more productive. Uh, yeah. I would never feel tired. Like just the fact that like in the middle of the afternoon, I'm like, dude, I could take a nap right now. Dude. Yes. I literally I hit that wall. I like had, I had to take a nap this afternoon, dude. Really? I've been running on such like small amounts of sleep since Friday night. Why? Uh, well, so Friday night I went to the oh yeah like to set up the Heart of David thing in Amarillo, and then That's I came right. back through and I got to Amar- Herford at like eleven thirty, and we went to Hannah Woods' yeah. graduation party. Shout out Hannah! Again, congratulations, congratulations on graduation! Yes, shout out Hannah! Uh, congratulations! And so I got home at like I don't know twelve thirty Friday night. I literally left like two minutes after you. Well, Did you really? That's actually a lie. <laughs> I left like five minutes after you. Okay. Because you know how, uh, like you, it's easy. You could just be like, okay, bye, bye, yeah, bye, yeah, yeah. bless you, bye, bye. Me, it's like, all right, we'll see you later. Oh, Israel, what about? And then, you know, the conversations. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, no, yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh. And then like 37 more topics come up in one, hey, Israel. For sure, yeah. So it's kind of hard for me to leave right away. You, I know, mean, how, you know how I avoided that? Huh? I didn't say bye to anybody except for you and Josh. Really? Yeah, dude. Oh. Like, I was like, I'm going to go find Hannah, and then I couldn't find Hannah, so I was like, all right, bye. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. Well, <laughs> like, I went. Deuces. And because Josh was, was sitting around on the table with the coaches. Yeah. So I go, and I shake all the coaches' hands, you know, Bell, uh, Avon, Delosier. Yeah. Um, I think those are the only coaches there. Okay. But Josh was there, and then some other guys and whatnot. So I was shaking their hands. I was like, bye. We'll see you later. And then um, found Hannah, told her bye, and I was walking out. So, I mean, it took me a good minute because I was also talking to to, to Nicole oh, okay. for a minute. So Shout out, Nicole. Shout out, Nicole. And uh, and then Huddy Wood, too. Oh, okay. Did I didn't even see him. You didn't see him? No, like I saw him. For, yeah. He walked through and then he was he was gone. Dude, he's it a terrible like, host. It was like when uh, Minkus just walked down that hallway and he never <laughs> returned. <laughs> he is a terrible host. Hudson, you are a terrible host. Hudson. Get your game together, bro. Dude, like I told that guy, hey, keep me company because like yeah, I, I didn't know half of the people there. For sure. I was like, keep me company. And I didn't know you were coming because it was already like, it was already like 10 or 11 when I showed up. Yeah. So I was all like, there's no way. Gen- it was a like, breath just of fresh air when I walked in that door, knowing, wasn't it, brother? Yeah. But knowing, knowing how you are, mm-hmm. I was just like, he's going home. Like, there's just no way he's stopping. He's going home. Like, he's bro, tired. I almost did. But like, I was going to feel so guilty if I didn't like, go I see Hannah <laughs> on her graduation day, bro. Dude, like I could see your face and your lazy uh, eye just like <laughs> completely shut. And I'm like, yeah, he's gone. <laughs> Like he's he's ready for bed. No, dude. <laughs> like I pulled I pulled into I pulled into Hereford and I was like, Oh man. Should I should I go to this party? Yeah. How long am I gonna have to say, are they even partying anymore? And then I got there and I was like, Oh, they just started. They dude. barely got it going at eleven thirty. <laughs> That's so. what I texted of because I left Friona pretty late. And so, like, I left, like, almost at 9.30, like, almost 10 o'clock. I yeah. think it was 10. Anyways. And I texted Hudson. I was like, hey, is the party still going on? He's like, yeah, stop by. I was like, I bet. Yeah. So I just went over there, not thinking anything. Went over there, and sure enough, yeah, the party was still going on. Yeah, there's, like, 87 fortnights of people in there, yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> there was 5,300 people just at that house. There's so many, dude. Yeah, dude. I was all like, yeah. <laughs> Rona, Rona, Rona. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all right. I don't care. Yeah. So then, uh, so then Saturday night, we had the uh, Heart of David deal in, in Amarillo. Dude, the video that I saw, like, I didn't see the whole thing. Yeah. 
But like when it was starting to get good, mm. bro, like, it went dude. into it. It went, uh, yeah, it was awesome. Um, but then like I'm, cause I had to take a bunch of my stuff yeah, so that we could have enough microphones and stands and, and cables and whatnot. My poor Jeffrey Allen Smith. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, oh my God, the great lady, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb, dude. Oh my gosh. That's my favorite video ever. It's so funny. That came out when I was in college, bro. God, we watched it. We watched that like 4,900 times. What were, they, what were they doing? Pressing grapes and then she fell? They were like racing. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, go to YouTube and look up and just look up Grape Lady. <laughs> it's one of the funniest videos that's ever existed in the history of the universe. Oh, but anyway, she's stomping on those grapes and slips and falls like <laughs> falls like nine feet to the ground. <laughs> and then she goes, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh, but anyway. All right, sorry. Back so, on subject. Like, David. <laughs> we're all packing all of our stuff up yeah. and whatnot. It was the quickest like transition that I've ever had in my life because there were so many people helping. Oh, dude. It was amazing. Dude. It was amazing. It took us like I don't know, twenty minutes to tear everything down. Look, look, and before you keep going, keep that thought. But for yep. sure if if um if you're at, if you're ever at an event yeah. and you see that the band that is playing at that event whether, well, like, I mean, like an event, like a church event, really, because yeah, yeah. I know you can't do it like in a big concert thing, For but sure. like at a church event and you see the, the band doesn't have that much help, go and help them. Please. It makes it a we lot will, easier. We will gladly accept your help. Uh, we've had, we've had a lot of people not help at all. Golly. <laughs> and it's just me and Jeff and Daya sometimes yeah, cleaning dude. the entire stage. It takes forever. Yeah. But, but I mean, just, yeah. Yeah. Do your part, people. Do your part, please. <laughs> help us. Help us help help you. Help us help you, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> But like, going. I've got, we're, we're packing everything away, putting it up, and then I get a text from uh, Hendershot. Yeah. He's like, hangs tonight? I was like, oh crap, he's in town. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like. And this was Saturday night. This was Saturday night. <laughs> okay. So I get that text at like nine yeah. on Saturday night. And uh, I was like, well, I'm in Amarillo right now. Once I pack everything away and then I got to take it to the church and unload it all. I was like, then I can go over there. Well, I get, and we hung out at, uh, the Wilburn residence, shout yeah. out any of the Wilburns. If you listen, all in any Wilburns, I don't that know are if listening. you'll ever listen to this, but if you're a testner, you count too. A testner, uh, shout out to you related. too. Yep. But so me, Drew and Marshall hung out until 2 AM. <laughs> <laughs> and so I got home at like, well, I, I left at like 1 I got home after two o'clock, finally fell asleep, two thirty, had to get up for church on Sunday morning. What a beast. And then uh went and hung out again with Drew and Marshall until it was time to go play disc golf on Sunday night. Yeah. And then I was up till whatever time Sunday night. So I'm like I was running off of like I don't know, not enough sleep at all. Sleep. Yeah. And then this afternoon my body was like, Bro, you have to lay down for a minute. I was like, All right, fine. I usually try to do that at work, but they yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> just crawl up into the, the bed of a truck yeah, and just, just crash out. <laughs> Israel's everything okay? No. No, I'm 
No. No, dude. No, dude, I'm not good. No, dude. So. Dude, it sounds like you had a busy weekend. Dude, it was good. It was good, though. Yeah. It was a busy weekend, but it was a good weekend. That's good. As long as it was a good weekend. Yeah. Filled with the Lord and his wonder. And all of his magistrates on high. <laughs> you know what? Let's start a new hashtag. Magistrates on magistrates high. Magistrates on yeah. high. We can, we can let that one be on forever, dude. Yeah, hashtag please. magistrates on high. Hashtag magistrates on high. No matter what you're saying, no matter what you do, no matter what you post. Hashtag magistrates Hashtra- on high. Yeah. Give it us doesn't some, matter what uh, it is. Give us some love. Tag me, tag Jeff. It doesn't matter, but it, just hashtag magistrates hashtag on high. That's magistrates the new, on high. Uh, that's the new um, hashtag. There you go. Hashtag magistrates on high. That's better than the get the cereal, bro, because Israel won't get it. Look, it's not that's that I won't get the, it. But it's better than the Team 40 Burgers because the Cowboys aren't going to get that either. Either because <laughs> they won't or because the season is not going to happen. But <laughs> either way. Either way, they won't. Either way, they won't. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, look, this this is probably the best one ever. Magistrates on high. Yeah. We can let that one run the entirety of the time that we do this oh, podcast. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the entire time. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. His magistrates. Cover that the are earth, on high. That are on high. Cover the sea. Yeah, no, we, I, I like, uh, I was, uh, so there's this app that, that a few of, of my friends and I use called, uh, Glide, where you can send videos back and forth to each other. It's like Marco Polo. I don't know if you've ever heard of that app. No. But anyway, you can just like record a video and send it to your friend and they record a video and send it back, whatever. Yeah. And like, so Dustin and I pretty much, that's how we communicate with our lives. And, uh, I told him I was headed over here to uh, record and he was like hopefully you guys have a good time recording the podcast and the lord shows up and his magistrates on high (laughs) (laughs) hey dustin talk to me bro no dude find a way to communicate with me man no he don't need to talk to you israel okay just uh, kidding dude hey dustin don't talk to me hey text israel right now and tell him that you love him dustin please with all your heart does he have your phone number he should (laughs) i hope so if not message me on facebook and ask for it yeah or ask me for it. I can send. I can send his contact information to you, Dustin. Like, like I wouldn't. Like I could say it on the pod. Yeah. But nobody would would text me anyway. So. What your phone number? Yeah. Try it. Because <laughs> what's gonna bug me is if I do it and then I'm like, "Who's this? You yeah. know who it is. God dang it! Don't uh, do that. Yeah. Just give me a name. Yeah. Or I'll call. I'll call right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Or I'll call right now. And uh, you better technically, answer. if anybody wanted to send me a text message, they could find my phone number real easy. Why? Uh, cause it's the contact number on our oh, podcast yeah, yeah, page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. You guys better not harass me though, or I will call my dad. Or he will call his dad and, and I will call my and dad. And he will blink incredibly hard at you. So hard that your eyes are going to fall off. Dude, have you ever had somebody like point something out to you that you never noticed before? And then once they pointed it out to you, you couldn't notice it. Like you couldn't stop noticing it. From all the time. Out? And it's Kylie. She does it to me all the time. <laughs> Every little thing I do or say or how I do it, yeah. she always, and I never notice it. Well, Anyways. Kylie, quit being mean to Israel all the time. Dang it. Anyways, keep going. Uh, so uh, my friend Kevin had my my dad in junior high as a yeah. history teacher. <laughs> and yeah. uh, my dad apparently blinks really hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he'll be talking and then all of a sudden he just like, his whole face shuts when he blinks or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Kevin was like, bro, your dad blinks hard, man. I was like, I don't know about that. He's like, 
pay attention. I was like, all right. And the next time I saw my dad talking, I was like, oh my gosh, dude. Why do you blink so hard? Stop that blinking. <laughs> Stop it. You're going to squish your eyeballs. You right there. Stop your blinking. But anyway. Dude. If you text me and, and harass me, then I'm going to call my dad and Melvin's going to blink at you so hard. He's going to blink at you so hard, he's going to make blinking look not... <laughs> Never mind. No, no. No. He's going to blink so hard, it's going to make your car blinker break. Boom. And then you're going to have to add car blinker fluid. Yeah. You got to get the blink, <laughs> blinker fluid, man. You, you ever see that video? Yeah. <laughs> They've done that to so many people. Dude, When I, if, if and when, please, Jesus, when I have kids, I'm going to pull that prank on all of them. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. Nobody... Like, go in there and get the blinker fluid and come back out. And stop and stop arguing with stop me. Hurry up. Go, go in there. Tell him you need blinker fluid. And then come back out. Here's and a $20 like, bill. Keep I'll the change. Like, here, listen here, you little turd. You better hurry up, dude. <laughs> shut up, Israel. Hey, you shut up. Go inside and hurry up and get that and stupid blinker fluid. Oh, are you with me in this situation yeah, with sure, my dude. kid? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Because what had happened was, here's a scenario that played out. What had happened was, we're with our ladies. Okay. Okay. You invited us to a cookout. I got you. Okay. Okay. And then you remembered, oh, I have to go to O'Reilly's to get this uh, fluid yeah. that I need. So then you come with me and we bring we my kid. We take the kid, yeah. Okay. We take the kid, yeah. I got you now. And then that's when the kid gets sassy because he hears you disrespect me. So yeah. he thinks he can disrespect me. Mm. But that's when I have to set him straight. Right. And tell him to hurry up, you little turd. Go in there and go, <laughs> go get the, the stupid blinker fluid. I'll try not to sass you in front of my children. Dude, I'll try not to sass you in front of my children. So that man. they don't get the wrong idea, but I know that that's going to be impossible. <laughs> that's for sure going to be impossible. <laughs> I'm going to sass you so well, hard. All we ever do is talk crap to each other, Yeah, that dude. is true, dude. <laughs> that is true. That's all we ever do. But with love, though. With love. With love. Love in our hearts and... Uh, and and uh, I was gonna say something else, but no, I couldn't no, think no, of okay, anything. No, no, else, no, no, so, no, no. Yeah. It's fine. It's Just fine. love in our hearts. But for sure, though, if I and I've actually done this, if somebody talks trash to you, like I go hard at them. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a friend have my back more than Israel. <laughs> Nobody talks trash to my friend but me. Do you hear me? Dude, we'll be driving so like the other day. So okay, so I do something really weird. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. And you witnessed it happen. Yeah. <laughs> so when I'm driving down Highway 60 yeah. and like a train crosses, like a, a train crossing or whatever, they have to honk the horn or whatnot. Yeah. Well, they honk their horn and I honk back. <laughs> yeah, 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 you do. <laughs> I do it almost every time. Every time. If I'm not like, if I'm not in a in the city, like if I'm yeah. in between Hereford and Friona yeah. or whatever, I will honk at them every single time. <laughs> yeah. But you, and but you like be- throw your entire hand at it like if you want the airbags to go off. <laughs> You're like, wham, well, well, it used to be that I was like, it was like, hey, shut up, train. Yeah. And then I'm going to honk back. Now it's just me like, oh, hey, like, how's it going? I'm talking back to you guys. Hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. And so I don't even know if my horn's loud enough for them to hear me because I try and honk in between their honks. Yeah. So that they know that there's somebody else talking to them too. Yeah. <laughs> So the train doesn't feel lonely. <laughs> the train, <laughs> just a train screaming at nobody. <laughs> screaming into the abyss. And it's like the train finally gets an answer. Yeah. They need to put that into Cars, dude. Into the next yeah. Cars movie. Cars 19 or whatever, whatever it is. Cars 19. Yeah. <laughs> train honking and the Lightning McQueen's like, hey, me too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh, but anyway, yeah. I honked my horn and you yelled at the train. <laughs> <laughs> I do that to every, like, dude, we'll be going somewhere and like, 
um, some guy, oh, like there was one time, well, not one time because we do it every time. Yeah. But like if if somebody's passing by. Yeah. And you're like, hey, slow down. I was like, yeah, slow down, stupid. What are you doing? Can't you see we're driving here, you idiot? <laughs> yeah, you always take what I say and like like <laughs> level it up 100 every single time. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> or you're or, never like, oh, hey, dude, calm down. You're like, oh yeah, let's get him. <laughs> or if uh, if uh, we're seeing, uh, let's say, some lady walk out of a store, and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. she's very pretty. I say, like, hey, he thinks you're pretty, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he does, but usually I don't say that to where we're anywhere near Israel being able to shout that loud enough for them to hear. No, me. no, 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 no. Because no. I don't like to be embarrassed. He doesn't like to be embarrassed. Israel loves to embarrass people, though. I don't mind it. <laughs> it is it is a strong suit of mine that I feel it's um, it's honestly a gift. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't call it a fruit of the Spirit or a gift of the Spirit, <laughs> but it's for sure a gift. And all gifts come from who? Uh, the Lord of uh, the Lord of Heaven and His Magistrates on high. The Lord of Heaven and Earth and His Magistrates on high, revealed to us by the glory of God and all that He is. All good gifts come down from the Father of Heavenly Lights. Yeah. So if that's the case, then embarrassing people is a gift that I <laughs> take very, very seriously. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> it's 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 for sure one of the things I'm most proud of. That's true. You just, you don't like being embarrassed when people make fun of the way you say words or if you use the wrong word in the wrong way or whatever, then you get mad at us. Yeah. For, oh, no, yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. <laughs> Y'all are grammar Nazis for sure. It's fine. For though. sure. It's fine. Dude, I'm I'm bad about that though. Like what? wanting people to speak correctly and like text correctly. No, for sure. My issue is, well, my issue for the longest time was that and then I started hanging out with y'all, and y'all ruined me for the rest. <laughs> excuse me for the rest of my life. You just heard a hiccup there, people. I'm sorry, dude. No, no, no. It's fine. Because of you, that I spell everything out. Good. I don't put IDK. I put I don't know. That's true. Sometimes when I'm feeling frisky, I will type in in text format, but that's so that people know that I'm being ridiculous most of the time. When I would say like the word, like if I ever use the word like the the letter U to say the word U, yeah. it's usually me being. Funny, haha. I was actually going to say that example. Like, I used to use the letter U to describe you, but now I type it out. Yeah. It's the worst thing. I don't know, dude. I hate it. I just hate it because because it's not just like, because of the fact that we have smartphones, like, and, and text lingo became such a popular thing yeah. and the reason that it became such a popular thing is because it took forever to type a text out on the old T9 phones. Yeah. Like, where you had to like, if I want to write like the word can, I've got to type two, 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 give it a second, two, and then whatever the N and letter is on. <laughs> I yeah. don't know what number that's on. <laughs> but you got to hit like 16 times to get a, a, the Nokia a freaking block phone four, just yeah, to, get dude, <laughs> to get a little four letter word out. And so it's like, gosh, dang it, dude. I'm just going to type the one letter and to hope, mean the one word. And hope that it means what it means. Yeah. yeah. But. The the problem is is that all the people that grew up like using those phones yeah 
now have smartphones and they haven't adjusted to the fact that they have a full keyboard at their thumbs now. Yeah. And then that makes it onto social media. And so you've typed out this long thing and there's so many like spelling errors and grammar errors and like mm -hmm. punctuation errors. And I'm like, you look really dumb, dude. Yeah. You could have had a great argument or a great point, but you look like you're uneducated and it makes yeah. me angry. Yeah. And so, but anyway, I once uh, almost dated a girl and then I couldn't handle texting her really? because she used nothing but. Was that the most embarrassing thing or, or not embarrassing thing, but the most like uh, the one thing you couldn't stand? Because yeah. you know how like some people, oh, like I couldn't date her because well, I laughed. Well, it was that. And then I it couldn't was date like, her because of this or because of that. So it was that, but then there was also like a... Uh, Another situation where she was copying some of the things that another girl had done oh, good that like really frustrated me. Oh, go go gay! And uh, and Sorry. I uh, I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that again. Like, first of all, you don't know how to re write real words. Yeah. Secondly, I'm not doing this whole business where we make plans and you cancel it every freaking time that we make plans. So oh, yeah. uh, later. Lates, lates, bro. But yeah, when people don't know the difference between the words than and then. Oh yeah, it's like, like somebody was like, I'd rather be, uh, like, so <laughs> I used to be like, gosh dang, I'm so pissed, and my friend would be like, well, it's better to be pissed off than pissed on. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody would type that out and say, instead of putting then pissed on, they put yeah. then pissed on. It's like, oh. it's better to be pissed off and then pissed on. No, dude, it's not gonna be pissed on. <laughs> Or when they're trying to say, like, I'm a strong, independent woman, and they put women oh, yeah. and E-N instead of an A-N, it's yeah. like, you're not more than one person. Nope. You are one person. Yeah, you're one person. Anyway, you're a woman. I could go on for womb. days. You're a man with the womb. <laughs> All right, Wayne. Yeah, you're a woman. A womb man. A wombed man. <laughs> uh, but but anyway, yeah. that's probably the most petty thing that I've ever like. That's what it is. Petty. I was, yeah. I was like, what is that? Like, what is the actual thing for it? Yeah. That's probably the most petty thing that I've ever yeah. canceled. Like, no, we're not going down that road, road anymore. We can be friends. We can hang out if we want, whatever, but I'm definitely not going to try and get romantically involved with you. Yeah. And so anyway, it worked out, um, for her at least, <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. Yeah. Uh, so that, that actually, I have the opposite effect on people. People pick up my words and my mannerisms. Yeah, because you am. say magistrates all the time. Yeah, but and that's the oh that dumb noise. <laughs> but I don't, I don't consider myself that strong of a, of a what is it? What would it be? An influencer? Yeah. I mean, to provoke people to want to say the stuff I say. Listen, dude, it's or, because the way that you do things, you do it incessantly. Because I remember one and time, so we it's were like, going, oh, I've heard this six thousand times in the last hour. I'm probably going to pick up on it, too. Because <laughs> I remember <laughs> when I started doing the whole uh, your mom thing. Yeah. Like, if somebody said... <laughs> oh, never mind. Let me pick another one. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to pick one. And I was like, no, it's just not... You can't say that on these FCC airwaves. <laughs> on these FCC airwaves. <laughs> uh, um, like, uh, hey, go put your bike up. Yeah. Uh, your mom go goes and puts her bike up or something right, like that. For right, for sure. Okay. So I started doing that. Mm -hmm. And I remember, again, all these stories involve Kylie. But she- Kylie, get out of here. She hated it with a passion. No, she does it all the time. No, no. Well, she started doing it all the time. Yeah. I, 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 well, yeah, she still kind of does it. And so like, 
but like she would like get so mad, start swinging at me, like hitting my arm, like yelling, shut up. It's because you're talking about her mom, dude. And then she started doing it. Hmm. Well, there was one time, I think I told you this, uh, we were at the church and this was, I think two years ago. Yeah. Two or three. Mm-hmm. And, and we were in the bag. We had just finished a Wednesday night. Yeah. And they were talking about trash or the trash or something like that. Oh no, dude. And I was all like, hi, your mom's trip. And then I see Tasha there and, and she's like, finish it, Israel. And I was like, well, I'm all right. Nope. Mm-mm. I'm good. Thanks. Don't need to. Nope. It's all right. I'd, I'd rather not. Uh, I just remembered something else. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to go tend to that business. <laughs> oh, look at that. My mother's calling me. Yeah. I must tend, tend to the sheep. <laughs> <laughs> or like, uh, um, I would do the whole fake crying thing. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, the whole, for sure, that yeah. one. Yeah. I used to hate that one. <laughs> that one annoyed you. That it did. The crap a lot, bro. <laughs> well, and now I the do same it all thing the time. with Kylie. It annoyed her, too, and then she started doing it at church, too. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, what the heck? No. Didn't she get mad at you for not doing it at one point? Yeah, she did. Yeah. She started swinging at me again. <laughs> so what do you want? <laughs> do you want me not? I mean, come on. <laughs> I need to figure it out here. But, like, it's just like... uh and then, like, I don't know, like, I have, people don't be like me. Yeah. And then Drew, oh, he's no. for sure, for sure like me, bro. Yeah, for sure he is. <laughs> Speaking of Drew, today that guy sucks some straight up booty cheeks, man. <laughs> that guy was great a garbage today. Bro, don't be hating on your nephew, bro. Okay, look, Drew, me as an uncle shouldn't be talking to you like that. That's true. Because Drew, Drew's our number one fan. Yeah, shout out uh, to him. Well, the dude listens to us all I the mean, time. I mean, Cade Victor said that he was our number one fan. Okay, well, Cade too. But so, shout there's out a fan club. Both of y'all can get a hold of each other. <laughs> um, so, mom, shout out Cade. Thank you again for being our, our number one fan. Drew, thank you for being also a number one fan. But Okay, so Drew can be our number one fan in America, and Cade is our number one fan in the Middle East. There we go. Boom. Praise God. And all his magistrates on high. So, and so me, Drew did not do good today, or what? No, well, hold on. Me being your uncle, I shouldn't talk to you like that, son. So the one thing I want to say to you right here now, in front of everybody, is that you suck straight up booty <laughs> cheeks, son. God dang, what is wrong with you? Oh my gosh! He was doing so good. He started off so good because yeah. he did start off good, and then it just went downhill from there. Like the guy was like. Uh, letting he for sure let two guys hit dingers on him. Oh, is he pitcher? Yeah, nice. And so he let two guys hit dingers. I mean, by dingers, I mean like they went pretty far. Right. I mean, they're kids; they're not going to hit. Technically, home a runs. dinger is a home run. So, yeah. but they're not going to hit home runs. They're like, they're like four and five. How old is he? Nah, he's for sure like nine or ten. Nine or ten. We still don't know how old you are, Drew. Drew, we, we, we had this conversation are, like bro. the first podcast. We yeah. don't know how old you are anymore. I think you're nine. Anyways, <laughs> and so um. Do we need to do we need to call Alex in here to verify? No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> and so we're like, those kids are hitting dingers off of him, right? For sure. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And then he's walking people, and I'm like, Santo Dios, hijo. Like I was about a. So yeah, like he for sure did not get a. Everybody was like, oh, good job, Drew. Congratulations. Oh my God, you did so good. Not me. Not me. I was like, dude, you sucked. You need to fix what you're doing, dude. I'm super glad you're not my uncle. You you should like 
You should want me to be your uncle. No. Dude. Yes, dude. No. Why not? Because you're mean to your nephew. How am I mean to my nephew, dude? You told me suck straight. On nationally televised radio. On nationally on our, syndicated. On our podcast, you're telling me suck booty cheeks for all the whole world to hear, dude. Okay, look. <laughs> he did good the first half, people. But when you're letting kids hit off of you, two hit dingers, and the other two are hitting base hits, and then you walk at least four hey, or five of them. base hits aren't a pitcher's fault. Huh? Base hits are not a pitcher's fault. No, they're not the pitcher's fault, but when you're not throwing heaters to where they can hit and do hate. Uh, have, 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 Dude, have, he's have. nine, bro. <laughs> no, that's enough out of you. Age <laughs> is just but a number. Let's go. I bet he would hit a dinger off of you, bro, other than the fact you hit him in the face. Ain't nobody can hit a dinger off me, bro. I would. Yeah, you probably would. <laughs> no, I'm not real good at baseball. Um, This goes back to that thing where, like, that I'm that guy that thinks... Yeah, you think you know everything, everything about everything? Yeah, yeah, for sure, you do. You think you know everything oh, about everything. I was, I was like, thank you, Jeff, <laughs> no, I do. No, I do know me, everything let, about let everything. Let me clarify. No, 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 no. This no, 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 no. a legend in his own mind. Um, oh, dang it, what is that Sandlot uh, quote? Which one? Um, uh, what is it, heroes never die, but legends live forever? Or whatever? Or heroes get remembered, but legends never, never die? die. Yeah. Um, follow your heart, kid. Yeah. You never go wrong. That's right. I'm a legend. In your own mind. No, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I'm a legend. Agree to disagree. But, I mean, yes, you did good. Because they were starting off pretty good. They were up, I think it was like 4-3 four, four, or 4-2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew stole bases and slid in there. and Nice. So, he did good. He was pitching good. It just... Let a few of them go. I mean, he for sure, like, in that s- stretch of his uh, suckery, they, the other team, like, scored, like, four or five unanswered points. Maybe more than that. Runs. Runs. They're called runs in baseball. Run DMC? Yep. And so... It's tricky. Tricky. And so... Yeah, he for sure, like, yeah. Drew, if you're listening to this, I love you, but don't suck booty cheeks again. <laughs> How long has he been pitching? Is this his first year? Yeah, because he's been doing the T-ball. Well, you're he did the mean, T-ball. You're a mean uncle, dude. Um, he did the T-ball thing. You're a bad man, Mr. Burgundy. You're a bad man, Mr. Hey, Alex, Burgundy. Hey, how old is Drew? Hey, Drew. I mean, hey, Alex, how old is Drew? Nine. nine. Okay. He's nine. He's nine, everybody. We figured it out. <laughs> but, I mean... I guess. Next week, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Drew, I love you, dude. And I think that you're a fantastic person. And you're going to keep getting better at baseball. Don't listen to what your uncle says. He's mean to you. The other day, he asked Daya. He goes, he's all like, hey, did you, uh, hey, um, so have you texted Jeff yet? <laughs> did Daya have any clue what he was talking about? <laughs> yeah. Does Daya listen or what? Yeah, he says he listens. He just Damn, doesn't text me if you listen, dude. <laughs> dude. He hates you, dude. Join the club. Golly, bro. The only person he loves here is Kagan, bro. Kagan for sure doesn't listen anymore. Nah, Kagan hates us for sure That's with all okay. his life. He's a Duke fan, so. Dude, he's, he's um, I don't know where I was going with that. Me neither. I mean, he's Kagan, though. He is. Aaron Kirby. Mm-hmm. I just said his full name. Cagonaron. Yeah. Dude, 
The first time my dad heard us call him that, it was over, son. He ripped us and lit us a new one for calling him that. The first time who who heard us that? My dad. Your dad? Why? Because he said it was disrespectful. Oh. And that's not his name. I was like, technically translated. <laughs> I mean, what more do you want here? Cagonarón, dude. Cagonarón. Like, uh, I mean, the name Aaron in Spanish is... Aron. Aron. And Kagan, Kagan does not exist. Kagan does not exist. So what, what did you say? Cagón. Cagón. Cagonarón. And then Kirby, I mean, I, I just always say Kirby. Kirby? <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Like is it K-I-R-B? Huh? No. K-E-R-B. K-E-R-B, okay. K-E-R-B-Y. Like I used to do... Cagonarón, Kirby. Like I used to call Pastor and Hermano Pastor Roberto Kirby, right? And dad was pissed. He was ready to fight me. Dude, no one wants to fight you all the time, though. You need to show him some respect. Ah! His name is Pastor. He's, I know. I called him that. Yeah, I, I call him in Mano Pastor Roberto Curvi. <laughs> I literally called him Brother Pastor. Brother Pastor? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like... Brother know, Pastor, come here. Look, because I know it's not, like, a like a thing in... um. In American churches, yeah, but in Mexican churches, um, you grew up calling each other brother. Oh, it's Sister. for sure a thing in American churches. I've never heard it. It's because you don't go to Baptist churches. Oh, okay. Everybody is brother in an in a Baptist church. Oh, see, I've never heard yeah. that before. Yeah, no, my dad has been brother Melvin forever. Because even here, like like when I came to Victory, yeah, like my first instinct was to tell somebody God bless you instead mm-hmm. of good morning. Oh, okay. And then as soon as I walked in. They're like, good morning. And I was like, that's not, that's not what you say though. <laughs> you don't tell me good morning. You tell me God bless you. Tell you. Me God bless you. Like any other day, it's fine to say good morning. But not on Sundays. But not on Sundays. It's you God must bless say, you. God bless you. You must say God bless you. God bless you. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. But then I got used to it. Yeah. So. No, if you go to, if you go to the Baptist church, they call everybody brother. Yeah. hundred percent. I didn't know that. Hundred percent. Like, Learn something new every day. Like uh, I've got a friend on, on Facebook. Like he is the pastor of a Baptist church, and his name on Facebook is literally brother whatever his name is. Like brother so and so. Like if his name was uh, was brethren like Smith. Yeah, it'd just be his name would be brother Smith. Brother Smith. Yeah. Brother Love. Uh, brother Love, dude. I love <laughs> you. Hey, what made you think of that? Or, or like, what made you post that the whole Hogan thing? <laughs> because I've got a friend. Shout out Ryan. I bet you don't listen to this, but he he like uh, <laughs> he had uh, somebody challenged him to do that. You know, the whole like I've been challenged for the next ten days to post a picture, blah blah blah, without any caption, just say like what it is or whatever. Yeah. Well, his was re- professional wrestlers. Yeah. And so he posted one. I've never even heard of the guy that he posted. But then I was like, dang wrestling, bro. And then I was like. <laughs> Freaking ho- Hollywood Hogan, man! <laughs> like nine-year-old Jeff's life is dude. It ended. Dude. It was over. <laughs> I was remember like, I sent you that that little clip on Facebook, dude. You hated me with a passion I was for so sure, man, dude. <laughs> oh, this generation will never know what it's like. I'll never know what we'll it's like. We'll never know to the pain your, in their heart to have their their whole soul ripped out. To have their hero turn to the dark side. That's true. At least it wasn't Sting, though, man. Dude. That would have ruined my whole entire world. That would have for sure crushed you to yeah. see Stinger 
do that. But then he turned into the crow, and then he was terrifying. Dude. And then he turned into Wolfpack Sting, and that was awesome when his face was red instead of white. Yeah. But my favorite was back in the day when he was like, he would have like the super, he was like the ultimate super warrior, bright pretty neon, much. yeah, the super bright neon paint. Yeah. Like that was back when I was like a big fan of Sting. And then when he would hide in the rafters with a baseball bat, I was like, oh my gosh, dude, this guy's terrifying. Hmm. And okay, then, hey. uh, okay, so this is weird. All right. But I've thought about this to, or like this past week. Okay. Do you remember the Four Horsemen theme song, right? Nope. No? Mm-mm. Wow, where'd I go? Okay. Well, there was... Are you going to try and put it in a worship song or what? Yes. Because <laughs> there was actually an idea. Well, not... No, you told worship. me about this at one point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like to try to blend it in because you could go and drop it to be that uh, The King of Glory by Jesus Culture off their Your Love Never Fails album. Yeah. The face outshines the brightest stars. Yeah. Jesus, your glory. Well, anyways... The that one starts boom ba doom doom Anyways, that would have messed perfect with the four horsemen theme song <laughs> to go into that song. I'll show you after. Yeah, no no no. I remember. You were it would have worked me. for sure. Mm-hmm. I tried to get John to do it whenever he was trying to figure out fine art stuff. Nope. But he's like, nah. Nobody would have like, nobody would have understood it anyway. I was like, you're stupid. <laughs> My mind understood it. But well, what are you gonna do? Only few can understand this mind. That's true. You're one of the few. <laughs> That's not true. I don't even know it. <laughs> I can't even figure it out. Uh so I did want to uh give a shout out to Kate Victor. And yes. Thank him for his email that he sent us this week. Yeah. Um like we won't go into all of the like the last part of it, but yeah, like the first part was awesome. Uh, yes, I have seen Churdleys. I'm pretty sure you've seen Churdleys too. That's a, like, why is my mom my dad video? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, like the no dude, no that dude. stuff comes yeah. from Churdleys. So yes, Cade, we've seen Churdleys. Yeah, it's hilarious. It is hilarious. It's also pretty inappropriate to watch, but I'm a grown man. And the Lord knows my heart. Wow, Jeff, how could you? My heart will sing no other name. Jesus. <laughs> uh, but thank you for listening yeah. in, uh, in your base in the Middle East. Yeah, man. Keep keep reading, keep internalizing the scriptures, and keep seeking God. And uh, hopefully you'll be able to impact those guys you're living with. Yeah. And uh, you'll be able to uh, further his kingdom. Further the kingdom over there in the, in the army base. Um, hey, let's go. Or Air Force base. I don't know. Air Force. Technically where you're stationed or, or what's going on. But appreciate you being a listener over there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's pretty cool that we have listeners all over the world now. All over the world, yeah. But, that is cool. Um. So, yeah. And he also ended his <laughs> email with his glory magistrates on high. His so. glory magistrates <laughs> on high. Dude, that's that's – I'm so glad that's a thing for sure. Yeah, me too. Because his goodness and his magistrates on high are all over us. Amen. Blessed be. Blessed be the Lord, Jesus Christopher. Jesus Christopher. Oh, no. Is that not his name? Uh, No. I for sure wanted to go to Bedside Baptist this morning. Or not this morning, but this past Sunday, though. Did you? Yeah, dude. I was tired. Yeah. yeah. Me too, man. 
I was ready. I had like, like four and a half hours of sleep on I was Saturday like, night. Six o'clock. I'll go to bedside this morning. Yeah. But you led worship on Sunday, didn't but you? But I led worship. <laughs> so <laughs> technically I couldn't. Dude, I didn't even get to see your set yet. Dang it. No, dude, don't worry about it. Dang it. No, it's fine. Don't worry about I it. I forgot. No, no, no. It's fine. I'm going to go watch it later. No. I'm going to watch it tonight. No. Except for I don't like the first song you did. Oh, my. Dude, I don't know why you don't like my I testimony. don't either, dude. I don't know why. Guys. I mean, that's like, that is a great. Listen, it's not, it's not the. Lyrics. Lyrics. And it's not the message of the song. I just don't musically enjoy the song, My Testimony by Elevation Worship. I mean, it's it's a good song. The words and the message are great. I do not like the song. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't been able to figure out why. I don't know either. I mean, it's it's a good song. It has a good like acoustic tune to it. Uh, um, I think it does. Mm, I just... I don't know, dude. No, the one It's song one I, of the only songs that Elevation's put out that I'm just like, meh. No, the one song I can't stand is Rattle. You don't like that one? I don't like Rattle. I've only heard it like twice. There's a lot of people that like that song. And yeah. Like people are like, hey, you know, you, you should play Rattle. I'm yeah. Like, hey, I shouldn't. <laughs> how about I... How about I don't? And say I and did. And then say I did. Yeah. How, how about I don't and say I did? Yeah. I, I don't know. How about I'll you go never, practice falling down? I'll be there in a minute. Hey, uh, you, do you want to fight? Why don't you stick your head on my butt and fight for air? <laughs> ha, got him. But yeah, no, dude, rattles that song for me. Like I'm like, I don't see the hype behind it. Yeah, I'm just not a. Is it because the lyrics are are super good? I don't know. I've only listened to it like once, so I don't really honestly know. No, like like I literally, I don't know. Like I just don't like any. Like I don't know. Like I just don't like the arrangement of it. I just I don't know. Like it's not. Is that a Brandon Lake song? No. No. Okay. It was. Uh, that song got added to the Graves in the Garden album after the Rona hit. Okay. Because they did it in an empty, uh, uh, the empty Ballantine uh, uh, church. Right. So, yeah, I don't see any, hmm. like, okay. I guess I'm going to have to go listen to my testimony again, because I honestly don't know if I've ever heard the original version. Like, I've heard you lead it, and I've heard Jordan Malusian lead it from the size house. Yeah. And I just like, I don't like that song. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. Hey, song. I don't like your face <laughs> if you don't change it. And it's like every single time I turn around, somebody else is playing it, but it's okay. But we, it's, it's not about my preferences anyway. Honestly, like worship isn't about what I like or not. Well, yeah, we'll just say that, but it is for me. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, I mean, Technically speaking, it's all about whether it glorifies God or not. Oh, here we go. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, people. LOL, JK. He's not kidding. No, I'm not kidding. But, <laughs> but I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what, like, um, there's one that, oh, and that also brings me to another thing. Uh, listeners, before we continue, I was listening to, to episode number 10, and I, or, well, I mean, it's pretty much in every episode thing. But I stutter super hardcore. <laughs> he does. He Forgive stutters me. hardcore. I do have a speech impediment. I do stutter. Um, not, uh, I don't know. I guess I just do it here um, on the pod. On the pod. No, dude, you stutter all the time. Do I stutter all the oh, time? Oh, yeah, for sure. Dang it. <laughs> and I stutter all the time. I thought I got it fixed because I took speech in like fourth and fifth grade. And I had it fixed for a little while, and then I don't know what happened. I just started stuttering again. 
So, but the only times I don't stutter is when I sing or when That's I minister. True. That's true. So he doesn't study when he study. He doesn't stutter when he sings. I think that's part of just like you're engaging your brain the whole time. So, cause I've heard like other people when they sing or whatever, yeah. certain things that they, they deal with like speech wise or whatever, go away. Yeah. I don't know what that is, like why it works, but. But a normal conversation, like if my face is stuck, just know I'm stuttering. Yeah. Or he'll, he'll be in the middle of like, he'll be in the middle of a sentence and he'll just stop talking for a minute. And it's like, so he won't stutter. Yeah. And I'm trying like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, God dang it. Yeah. <laughs> No, no. Yeah, that's pretty much it, people. Yeah, for sure. So, anyways, uh, the song I've been wanting to do uh, lately had has has been the song "Champion." That's a good song. That is a good song, dude. But, um, when the Lord ordains it, and it is time, then I will do it. Didn't you do it like two weeks ago? No. Oh, we just talked about you were listening to it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, because I was also listening to it, and that was when I told you about the Walls of Jericho thing. Yeah, the Walls of Jericho thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but this, uh, yeah, so. It's a good song. It is a good song. The one I recommend. Dante Bo. Dante Bo. The one I always I want to call him Dwayne Bo. Oh, the Kansas City Chiefs yeah. uh, <laughs> wide receiver, yeah. No, the one thing I would recommend is... Um, Like, cause there's a set prayer set list of songs that I have mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yeah. And it involves, uh, like some pretty hardcore worship songs. Yeah. Like, like my favorite <laughs> is, uh, for some reason I brought, or not go I on. brought back, go on. Uh-huh. <laughs> but like, um, Corey Asbury's, uh, he is Yahweh. Oh yeah, dude. With my soul sings at the yeah. end of it. Yes, yeah. dude. <laughs> uh, that song was for sure added to that my prayer goes list. Dude. Hard, bro. Heck yeah, dude. Like uh, the other day, it. Who is I was listening to that on one. The water. And uh, it for sure smacked. Mm-hmm. Did we do that one at Trinity? Yeah, we did. Um, we kind of like did a duet. You did the Yahweh part, and then I did the my soul sings part. Oh yeah, that's right. With the. Uh, Oh, I want. Yeah. Dude, that's when we had the full band, bro. Dude. Dustin Tesnier, bro. Dustin, we drums. miss you, dude. We miss you, dude. You on the acoustic. Yeah. Kate on the electric. Mm-hmm. Desiree on the flute. Yeah, that was weird. That's fine. I mean, I loved having her on the platform. It was just weird to have one flutist, flautist. It's fine. And then Drew over there on the bass. Drew on the bass. Slabbing a bass. Slabbing a bass. And uh, you on the keys, bro? Yeah. Those good times. That's probably my favorite piano ever. Dude, it's a good play. piano. It is a good piano. It's a good piano, man. That That's for sure my favorite one. Yeah. I'd always, like, I never had any trouble. Yamaha I just, CP, bro. I just had to transpose everything whenever yeah. we were singing. Like, dude, like, I got so hyped whenever we were doing uh, Your Presence is Heaven. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> I was like, I can't sing an Israel Houghton's note, and you're oh all my. like, yeah, just... Transpose it down. Yeah. I was like, I bet. I got you. Transpose and go down four steps. (laughs) And sure enough. That song, that song goes hard too, man. I love that song. That song does go hard. That one and uh, the other day, or the other day, the other, a few Sundays ago, there we go. I finally got it out, people. Boom. A few Sundays ago, uh, the song Jesus at the Center, 
Jesus is at Israel? the center of Israel it song? all. Yeah. Okay. Dude, I, I totally forgot about that song. And yeah. I was like going hard in my prayer session. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Because look, for sure you know this about me, but I'm a huge gospel. Like oh, yeah, Fred sure. Hammond, uh-huh. um, Israel Houghton, yeah. Marvin Sapp. Mm-hmm. I mean, all these guys. Martha Monsere Sere Sere Martha, what is it? Manuzi or <laughs> Munzi or something like that? Manizzi. <laughs> and so uh uh <laughs> I was like, is he going there? Sure enough. <laughs> sure enough. <laughs> um, Eddie James. Eddie James. Dude, the other day I had a jam session to uh, to Freedom, dude. Yeah, Freedom. Me too. <laughs> no more shekels, no more chains. Dude, yes, dude. If you haven't listened to Freedom by Eddie James, you need to hurry up and right listen now, to it. Bro. Yeah, look it up right now and listen to Freedom by Eddie James. That one and uh, was it the Line, line of, of Judah? Judah yeah. Like that one's for sure a good one. Um, anyway, it, the other one is Micah Stampley. Okay. And then, I mean, technically the OG for us. Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin. The other day. Hosanna! <laughs> we love you! <laughs> Hosanna forever! We worship you! No, the other day I was taking Alex's ride to work. Yeah. Well, not the other day, but this is like, I think in like February maybe. <laughs> the other day. Yeah, I know, right? That's Four so stupid. Ago. Yeah. In like February or January, yeah, I yeah. was taking Alex's ride, or maybe less than that. It didn't have anyway. to be March or May. Anyways. March or April. Anyways, <laughs> God dang. And so um, uh, we were going, and uh, I had to take Alex's ride to work because mine yeah. was messed up. And so uh, he had an album with that the Kirk Franklin song, the Hargon. Is it awesome? God, okay. he yeah, yeah. from heaven above. And I screenshotted, or I Snapchatted that and sent that to everybody. Yeah, you did. Everybody was like, what the heck? <laughs> When'd you get that album? Dude, like, don't worry about mine. it. Don't worry about it. Just know that it's on. Dude, when I was at uh when I was at Crash for the Nations, um Brian Ming was our worship our worship leader at the church at the school. And uh like he was way more gospel than Klaus Kuhn, who was there before him. Yeah. Like Klaus was way more like the modern worship. Um Every living thing. Yes. That was a Klaus song. <laughs> but like him and Rick Pino and Carrie Job were like way more in like the regular modern worship, like into what we're into right now. But then Brian Ming shows up and he starts playing all this gospel music. And I was like, this music is awesome, but I've never heard any of it before. And like we did Hosanna, like, yeah. and had the like four part harmonies going on in the choir. And then, and then, uh, we would always do, uh, we would always do Line of Judah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, God, that song went hard, bro. And then Shout by Martha Minizzi. Yeah. I will shout with a voice of triumph. And then we do the, like, the end of that chorus is, The enemy is under my feet. Well, we broke the risers. On, <laughs> 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 oh, no. like, on a night of work, because when we were at Christ of the Nations, every second, it was either every second or every third Friday of every month was a night of worship, like a corporate gathering. Yeah. And so me and this dude, uh, I think his name was David, but he was from uh, Sri Lanka. Okay. And like, we were both, like, he was not 
like big as in girth. He wasn't a fat guy. Yeah. He was like six six. Oh yeah. And so it was like me and him on the top row, and it's like the enemy. <laughs> and we were just j- jumping as hard as we could, bro. We snapped that riser. God dang, dude. <laughs> we got in so much trouble, bro. <laughs> And it was like, that was the whole intent of it. We were doing this on purpose to break this riser. And it happened. Did I ever ask you? Did you Bless ever? God. Did you ever? Uh, were you ever a part of the choir for Marcos Barrientos? Uh, no. No. Like, no, I didn't ask you, or no, you didn't? Uh, both. No, okay. you didn't ask me. No, I was not a part of his choir. I didn't speak Spanish enough. If they would have asked you, would you? Oh, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. I love he was he went hard every single time he came. Yeah. Like because we would have uh, every semester we would have Spanish week. Yeah. Where um, the Spanish school would lead our our uh, chapel sessions. Bro, yeah. worship was so much better when Spanish school came across and did their stuff. Yeah. Like that song Priare by uh, by Rojo. Yeah. Dude. Uh, like they had the whole the whole synth techno thing going yeah. on. I was like, this song is so awesome. <laughs> and uh, and all like Marcos would uh, Marco would come across and he would do um, one or two of the morning sessions. And like, God, it always went so freaking hard, man. Like I loved it when Spanish school came across. I didn't understand any of the words, but like you just feel it. so so much passion coming from yeah. the stage. And I was like, Golly, dude, I wish I knew Spanish so bad. But not bad enough to learn it. <laughs> <laughs> and now you do, bro. Dude, I do. I was li- I was listening to Marco last night, dude. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which album? Uh, whichever one has uh, Hosanna and uh, Que los cielos se Oh, away. the uh, <laughs> I think it was Aviva Nos or something like that. Something like yeah. I listened to that. Did you ever play that song with us? Yeah. Que el cielo Que el cielo se partan dos. <laughs> yeah, no, we were going to lead that together for that, that night of worship that never happened. Yeah, the guy um, kept backing out on me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, and then I listened to some uh, uh, Jesus Adrian Romero. Jar, bro. Marcela Gandara. Dude, she's, just, God dang, dude. I love her voice so much, dude. It's like a calming and soothing thing for sure. Yeah. Did I, okay, now, I don't know if I've ever showed you his music, but Marco's wit. Uh huh. He's gonna be at FCFC August twenty second. Hombre mijo. I'm going, dude. Do me too. We're going. Heck yeah. August twenty second, six o'clock. What's the other guy's name? The uh, El Sonido de Silencio. Oh, um, Alex Campos. Was, yeah. <laughs> dude, he's like the Scott Stapp version of worship. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. Uh, that guy's voice. This just is that like... uh, uh, the end of that song when he does it live. Yeah. He's like uh. How does it end? How does the uh, how Which does that one? chorus end? The El Sonido Silencio. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Let me out. Yeah, oh, he's like, "Hablame, Jesus, Jesus." Yeah. So awesome, dude! I love it, man. Yeah, dude. No, he's that song's so hard, though. Oh yeah, dude. Because the timing of it. Yeah. And then it's like in seventeen eight time or whatever. What's that? What's this? <laughs> seventeen eight time. <laughs> it is, dude. Uh, what's that one lyric? Um. Oh, the uh, uh, es tu uh, amor que me condena. A esta es eterna it? libertad. Yeah, it's like your you, it's that... your love that condemns me to eternal freedom, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, <laughs> dude, because like. 
I guess it was you that, no, 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 you didn't even show me that song. Yelitsa showed me that song. And I was like, at the time she was Catholic. And I was like, this song is crazy, bro. Like, obviously she knows what it says because she speaks Spanish fluently. Yeah. And so like, I'm looking it up and like, I, I just copy and pasted the whole thing and threw it over into Google translate. And obviously yeah. it's not going to be a hundred percent correct. Yeah. But like, I saw that line and I was like, it's your love that condemns me to eternal freedom or eternal liberty technically. And I was like, that can't be what that really means. So I texted her. I was like, this, this lyric, does it really mean what it says it means? And she's like, yeah, that's what it means. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> But that's the gospel though. Yeah, that is. Like your love condemns me to be free. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> like the, the, the sentence that was handed down by the courts is freedom. I freaking love that, dude. That's that, probably that's, that's probably like, one of my all time favorite Spanish worship songs. Dude, like to like see that though, or like it never hit me because I've heard the song a thousand times. Yeah. But like, till you explained it to me, I was like, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's what it says? She's like, yeah. Have you not heard it? I was like, yes. I was listening to it before I came here. Like, I can't believe under, I'm like, I don't know. Like, it didn't hit me. Yeah, think, dude. Like, it's your love that condemns me to eternal liberty, to eternal freedom. Yeah. I was, I was saying. Like, that can't mean what it says it means. And it's then his I'm, love that condemns you to eternal yeah, dude. freedom. Like, I love that so much. Like... Here we go. Uh, <laughs> Might as well. No, We're like, here. yeah. It's just like, we spent so much time um, worrying about our chains. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, yeah. we, we've talked about this before, I yeah. think. I don't know if we talked about this necessarily on the pod or not, but you and I have had this conversation hundreds of times. Oh, yeah. It's like, <clears throat> when Jesus died on the cross, the chains were unlocked. Yeah. And so we're carrying around these shackles that are no longer, they can't even clasp anymore, yeah. but we carry the chains around with us, like yeah. not knowing that he paid for our freedom, not knowing that he gave us our liberty. Yeah. And it's like, no matter how much we want to be bound by those chains again, yeah. like we can wrap them around ourselves as much as we want to, but they're never going to lock. Nope. It's like, just drop your chains and let's go, man. Yeah. Like you're carrying around all this weight you're carrying around all these, these worries and anxieties and frustrations and all this stuff. And like, obviously you may be hearing this and being like, well, that's easier for you to say. Like, no, it's not. Cause I carry around my chains too. Yeah. Like I'm telling you as a person who's doing what I'm talking about, like stop doing, like, I understand that it's still like, it's a process to get to, um, like our freedom is a process, but it's not like to explain it in a way. It's like, it's a process of fully understanding what's already happened. Yeah. Like we're already, like we talked about a few weeks ago, like we're already a hundred percent, um, holy and redeemed and, and sanctified and righteous. Yeah. We're just coming to a fuller understanding and a more mature level of knowledge of who we already are. Yeah. It's like an oak tree that's planted doesn't, as it grows, become more and more oakier. No. And oakier, it just becomes a mature plant. Yeah, it's like you don't have a baby and say, "I hope that thing's a human." It's like, no, it is a human. You yeah. want it to become a mature human yeah. and be a, a grown up. But it's like that line in that song, man. The first time that I saw it, I was like, it absolutely blew my mind to to see somebody put that in a lyric. Like, 
because I believed it, but I never heard anybody else like say it, I guess. Yeah. Like your love condemns me to eternal freedom. It's like, I don't have a choice. <laughs> it's like, once you come to Christ, you don't have a choice anymore. Your freedom is paid for. Like yeah. you're free. I have to be free. Like you're free. Yeah. And that's, that's just it though. Um, like that's just it. Like for people or for us, um, who are believers, you know, for us to think that, that, um, that there's a lot more stuff you got to do, you know, turn around three times and jump up and down and, yeah. and do all this stuff. No, like it's like, it's his love that frees you. Like yes. it's his love. Yeah. Like he did all the work. Yeah. Like, like why would you want your hand in the cookie jar? <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Like, it's fine you? for you to get your hand yeah. caught in the cookie jar now. <laughs> like, it's okay. Like, like, I mean, like there's nothing else there's nothing else that you can do um there's nothing more that you can do there's nothing less that you can do that could ever make god not love you any more than he does right now and that love is is great and that love will never ever change no matter what what you do no it'll always stay the same no yeah he can't love you any more or any less than he already does like he loves you perfectly but like in, and like i know like like hearing that may not sound like, well, that doesn't sound that yeah. all that good. But if you don't understand exactly how much he loves you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Dude. Like that would hit you so It'll hard. Change because, your whole life, man. Because like it is his love that condemns you to eternal freedom. Yeah. It is his love that transforms you and changes you. Yeah. It is his love that makes you drop that thing that's been hindering you for so long. Right. It is his love that, that makes you repent, change the direction, change, change the way your you mind. think. Yeah change the way you're going mm-hmm. it's his love that does that yeah that's all it is like a like a yeah. rebellious kid is not gonna listen to uh harsh words or being yelled at to stop he's gonna no. listen to love right he's gonna understand that hey these people actually love me like mm-hmm. i need to like respect them because they actually they're showing me love yeah and like just open up your eyes yeah and well, see that it's love. And that's what Paul says is his, his kindness that leads us to repentance. Yeah. It's not the, the, the wrath of God that's going to bring people to, to know him. Like it's not his condemnation that's going to draw people into his heart. It's, it's realizing and seeing what I've done and who I was before him. And he still wants me. Yeah. Like he still desires me above all. He still longs for my heart. And like, I didn't do anything to deserve that. All no. I've done is run away from him my yeah. whole freaking life, dude. And, uh, and he's like, no, it's okay. Like, cause if I can, if, if I can become convinced of, of his love, it's like in Romans eight, 38 and 39, like Paul starts that whole thing, that whole list of like the things that can't separate us from yeah. God as he starts with, for I am convinced. Yeah. That neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, nor powers, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come can ever separate me from the love of God that is yeah. in Christ Jesus. The only reason that he understands that is because he became convinced. Yeah. Like he has his his mind set on the fact that God loves him and there's nothing that can separate him from that. Yep. Because God is love. Yeah. I mean. Excuse me. Sorry. I've been burping <laughs> this whole time. I, it's It's. It's insane to to think that 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 you could ever think to 
make God, if not stop loving you, because I know, I know we as believers, we're smart enough to know that he's not going to stop loving us. But like, there's still yeah. a part of us in the back of our minds that think like, man, like what, like what did I do? Or like what, that either he's not showing me favor or either he's not showing like these prayer requests these prayer requests that have been petitioned to him. Yeah. He's not answering like what, like, like, and I know when it's in those moments where you kind of feel like abandoned, you kind of feel like nobody's listening to you. Um, especially because you have guys like me and Jeff talking about how, you know, God loves you and, and he wants the best for you and stuff like that. But when stuff like that doesn't happen, what, what can we do to strengthen ourselves in, in the truth that, Hey, he is listening. I swear. Yeah. What can we do? What can we do? Yeah. Like what? Like what? Like what can be one thing that somebody can hold on to who may be feeling like that right now? Like they've been petitioning, 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 and it's just like nothing is nothing is happening. Yeah. I think that the number one thing, um, the number one thing overall is to just cling to his word, man. Like find those scriptures that talk about his love, find those scriptures that talk about your identity in him, find those scriptures, look in and read, read Paul's writings, like Romans, first and second Corinthians, uh, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, Galatians, Titus, Timothy, uh, uh, first and second Thessalonians, like all of his writings, like it's, it's full of the goodness and the love of God and our identities in him and what he's paid for, what he's done for us. And And part of it is like, you just, sometimes you've got to cling to what he does. Like you've got to cling to what he said and you've got to understand that like when Paul wrote most of those things, he was sitting in a Roman prison. Yeah. Like when he wrote a ton of the letters that he wrote to those churches, he was in chains. He had been beaten like half to death and he was in dungeons and he was covered in like human excrements. Like it was not. Paul wasn't in some palatial estate somewhere writing these letters and sending them out to churches. He was getting beaten to like almost to death. Yeah. Him and Silas were getting like destroyed by people yeah. all the time and thrown in prison over and over and over and over again. So he's not writing these letters as somebody who's never faced persecution, who somebody who's never faced injustice and somebody who's never faced trials and tribulations. Like that dude paid for everything that he like was oh, yeah. after. Like his, and his thing was like, you know, there's, there's a portion in, uh, in Philippians where he says like, some people are preaching like with good motives and good hearts, but there are also some who are preaching Christ to keep me in my chains. Mm. And he says, I don't care as long as they're preaching Christ. I don't care. It's (laughs) like, if I stay in prison because they said something about me, but they're also preaching the gospel of Jesus, let them preach. And so I think that and and I don't want to seem harsh or, or come across as like mean or anything because I've been in, in places where I've not been able to feel the love of God. I've been in places where I have isolated myself. And that's another thing. Find somebody that you can talk to. Yeah. Like I've got Israel. Israel has me. I've got other friends that I can go to like, and be like, listen, I'm struggling right now. And in this aspect of my life, there's so many, 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 many times I'll text Jeff. I'm like, yeah. dude, I'm pray for me, man. Pray for me, please. Yeah. Like something's yeah. going on today. Pray yeah. for me. And, uh, and that, that's another big thing is like, find somebody you can talk to. And and especially men, if you're listening, men, that's our, the majority of our, um, of our listenership is men anyway. 
drop the macho attitude of I can't get in my feelings and I can't be emotionally um, open or vulnerable with another man and, and freaking find somebody who will let yeah. you be that with them. Because we're, I was talking to the, the pastor's group this morning about this. Like we have to find people that we're okay with being vulnerable with because when you internalize all the struggles that you're going through and you allow yourself to become isolated, like that's why people kill themselves. That's why people commit suicide is because they won't talk to somebody. Yeah. They don't have somebody asking them how they're doing. They don't have somebody like looking in and talking to them and being like, Hey, how are you doing with the situation? They don't have anybody that knows them well enough to be like, I know you're going through something. Let's talk about it. Yeah. And, uh, um, so, so find somebody and if, and if you don't have anybody reach out to me, I would love to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, reach out to Israel. He Heck would love yeah. to talk to you. Same here. We would love to speak, like speak life into you in these situations and, and be a brother to come alongside you and, and lift you up. But back to my original point that where I, where I was saying, I don't want to be harsh and I don't want to be rude, but we are in a time where there's so many people that are just soft. Yeah. Like they, they don't, no more tough skin. We don't have tough skin. We don't have a way like most people in America don't have a way to, um, combat frustration or, uh, being let down. They don't have, you know, they just don't have, they haven't been taught how to fight against the things that are going on. And so something bad happens and then they, they see that failure as their identity instead of, uh, an occurrence, just an event. And so they take that failure that happened and they internalize and they say, that's who I am now instead of that's something that happened to me. Yeah. And there's a saying, it, it says, uh, um, hard times make strong men, strong men make soft times and soft times make weak men and weak men make hard times. And it's a cyclical thing. It's yeah. happened ever since eternity started. Yeah. Tough times come and the strong people rise up to the top and then they start setting the standard. And then when they start setting that standard, the, the strong, the strong men make it to where it's an easier life for everybody. And then everybody has an easier life. And so then they make that easy life turn into a hard time. Mm-hmm. And then it starts to cycle back again. Over and, and over so and over again. I feel like we've been in the, it started with my generation, you know, participation trophies and ribbons and, and let everybody be on the team. You can't hurt anybody's feelings. You can't, you know, you can't do whatever like to, to, to make anybody sad or upset. Yeah. And I think that it's a travesty that we've done that to our children. Like in one way it's good because we're letting everybody be a part of something. Yeah. But in another way, it's like they suck at football or they suck at basketball or they suck at baseball or, or whatever team you're trying to put them on. And they would be much more suited to do another activity. Yeah. And you're forcing this coach to put this kid on his soccer team who's terrible. Um, and that kid should probably be learning some musical instrument or, you know, be learning how to write or learning how to do some other thing, paint, yeah. color, that, that kind of stuff. And we're forcing everybody into this thing. And then we're giving everybody ribbons and trophies and saying congratulations for something that you didn't even accomplish anything. Yeah. And so... When we get to um, adolescence and we get into our 20s and 30s, we've never really had to face adver- adversity. Yeah. And then adversity kicks our butts. And then we <laughs> feel like God's not talking to us because we have never had to face adversity before. Yeah. Because we've nerfed the edges of everything in the world and, and everybody's walking around in bubble wrap <laughs> because they don't want their babies to get hurt. What's that movie? The Bubble Boy or yeah, something bubble like that? Boy, <laughs> yeah, Bubble Boy, yeah. And, uh... 
Yeah, I mean, that's true. And so, like, the, the number one thing, but but back to what Israel said, is, like, you're, you're praying and you're, you're asking God, you know, this, 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 and this. And, like, sometimes you need to stop talking and listen. Yeah. And, and, and try and, and hear what God's saying and, and hear that still small voice that's inside of you and listen for the answer that he has. Because a lot of times our prayer turns into a monologue instead of a dialogue. And sometimes what I found myself doing in my situation, because there was a point in time where I was praying one thing over and over again, and yeah. you know this, mm-hmm. um, but but I started to remember what, um, I was like, well, you know what, if I um, get into the word um, and if I pray, uh, I have like two or three John Brevere books I, yeah. don't, I haven't even touched. But yeah. I was like, well, maybe if I start reading one of those, it'll start turning things around. And... What I found myself doing, and sometimes we can fall in this trap that we think we're doing the right things, but sometimes we're doing them for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't, because uh, cause I found myself reading his word. Like, yes, I was learning and I was being filled, but at the same time I was doing it with a purpose of, hey, I'm doing this, so you need to hurry up and do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like a... Like I'm doing this, so you'll pay me my dues. Or yes, you'll yeah. pay me or my dues me my and wages. answer the prayer that yeah. I've been asking you to add, to do. Yeah. Instead of I'm doing this because I love you, mm-hmm. because I want to grow more. Yeah. Even if you don't do this for me, that's fine. I'm still not gonna bow. But, <laughs> but I want to read my word and I want to pray and I want to seek you because I love you. Yeah. But there's sometimes like. Like, it's just, we've lost, I think we've lost that, that even if kind of faith. Yeah. Uh, like, even if our God doesn't save us, we will not yeah. bow down to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, And so, or, or when Martha was, 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 uh, was talking to Jesus, the, um, the even now, right? Jesus yeah, yeah. showed up late to the circumstance, to the problem going on. Lazarus is dead. Jesus shows up late, but still she has faith to say, even now, I know you can still raise my brother from the dead. Right. Right. You have to be able to have that even now kind of faith. Yeah. Even now, I know that you can raise my brother from the dead. Even now, I know you can perform a miracle. Even now, yeah. I know that you can do something for me. Come on. And and you you have to hold on. You have to hold on. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I've said this before, but there is a light at the end of this tunnel. Yeah. There is a light. Whether you see it or not, whether you believe it or not, you got to hold on. Yeah. You have to. Have to, have to, have to. Yeah. There's no other way. And I think a lot of times, a lot of times we lie to ourselves, man. Yeah. And we say we've been contending for this thing or we've been praying for this thing for so long or we've been, you know, seeking out this thing for so long and we've done everything we can to reach it and we've done everything we can to attain it. We've done everything we can to blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's like, have you though? Yeah. Because I know my life. And I know the desires that are in my heart. I know there are certain things that I want to have happen to me and with me and in me. And when I look at the work that I'm putting in towards those things, I'm like, no, I'm not. Not even coming close to trying to do everything that I can to to make these things happen. And I'm not saying that, that me doing anything is going to force God's hand. But I am saying that like... You know, if I want to be a full-time minister and I want to be a full-time pastor and I want to be somebody who goes and, and preaches places, I need to be in the word yeah. all the time, not to find a message, not to find a scripture that I can preach on, but to be like, find my identity and find out who he is and just learn it better. So that way, when we're having a conversation and this happens all the time where we're having a conversation and all of a sudden a scripture pops into my head. Yeah. 
like five years ago, 10 years ago, there was no way that I could have had some of the conversations we've had. Cause yeah. I'd be like, Oh, Paul wrote it somewhere. But yeah. he wrote nine, like however many of the books of the new Testament, he wrote yeah. two thirds of the new Testament. And, uh, it's like, if I know that Paul wrote it, that's not going to help me much. Nope. <laughs> um, but nope. am I really diligent in my prayers? Like, am I really actually seeking the face of God? Am I really going after him with my whole heart or am I going home and watching Netflix at night? Am I going home yeah. and watching and Hulu at night? Am I, you know, spending more time watching ESPN than I am spending time in my Bible? And most Christians, most people in the American church, um, probably in the church globally, spend way more time doing other things than spending time with God. Yeah. And uh, I'm one of the biggest ones that, does, like, that's one of the biggest issues in my life is the fact that my walk is not as strong as it could be. Yeah. Same. Simply because I am easily distracted by other things mm -hmm. and um, I don't love him as much as I think I do. And I don't believe his word as much as I say that I do. And that sounds, and that uh, people might hear that and be like, Dane, that's kind of, that's kind of messed up, but that's truth. Yeah. That's truth. Cause even the Bible says it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like, you have to, you have to understand that, that, well, like I do love him. No, no, no. We're not saying that you don't love him. Yeah. But actions speak louder than words. For sure. 100%. <laughs> but actions speak louder than words. And if your words are saying I love him, but your actions are saying I'm leaving my Bible in my backpack, mm. hashtag at Israel, <laughs> then do you actually love him? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you actually want to grow? Do you actually want to dig deeper? Do you, I don't know why I'm screaming. Do you Dude, actually want to go in there? It don't like, matter. Do you actually want to dive dive deep and read what God has for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like, okay. Um, cause sometimes we get so, uh, we get so caught up in the, like, I want to, I want to, I want to, but like, if you're going to do or, or be a part of any kind of ministry, whether it's, it's, it's what Kate is doing or whether it's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And by Kate, I mean, Kate Victor. Yeah. Or what we're doing. Or let's say it's it's um, you at your job place, no matter where you're at, you're going to have to know your word. Yeah. You're going to have to, because a lot of people like, uh, like even the apostle Paul writes, you know, test them by their fruits. Worldly people don't know that verse, but they're testing you by your fruits. Yeah, they are. <laughs> people that don't know God don't know that verse, but yeah. they're testing you by your fruits, people. Yeah. Well, and, and in Acts, they talk about these, this group of people called the Bereans. They call them noble Bereans because they like Paul would come and preach to them and yeah. then they would go home and they would, they would open the old Testament and they would be like, is what this dude just told us real? Yeah. Like, did that guy really tell us the truth just now? Yeah. And we're going to go seek it out on our own. That's like the biggest problem in the church is that we put these people behind pulpits and, and on podiums and platforms. And that is the only spiritual word or scripture or anything that half of the church, probably more than half of the church hears all week. Yeah. They hear what their pastor said on Sunday morning. And sometimes if you're lucky, you get a Wednesday night service and a Sunday night service. But yeah. usually the way churches are going now, it's Sunday morning and that's it. And those words may be good and they may be yeah, powerful they and they may, may be impactful. They may be life changing and whatnot, but you're going to need something deeper than that. Yeah. You're going to need some more than just, okay, this helped today. But mm -hmm. what about Monday? Because I got a devil to face on Monday. Yeah. I got a devil to face on Tuesday. Yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. New levels, new devils, people. That's you got to right. understand that. Come on, TD Jakes. New levels, new <laughs> devils. You got to understand that. Yeah. Well, and, and, and think of it this way. It's like 
If you ate one time a week, you just ate one meal every week, would you be sustained for the entire week? Oh, no, for sure, dude. I'd die. Yeah. You'd be emaciated. It'd be like you'd, you would look terrible. You'd probably be sick. Your, your organs would start shutting down, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yet spiritually, we're fine with just eating one time every week. Yeah. And if, you're, and if you want more than that, then you're looked at as one of those weird, hyper-religious, hyper-spiritual people. Yeah. And it's like, bro, I'm like, I'm starving to death over here yep. because I've been told my entire life that pastor knows everything. I don't need to know anything. And if, and if pastor tells me it, then it's, then it's truth. And, and pastor only knows what pastor knows. He doesn't know the whole word. Yeah. He doesn't know a whole revelation of what, what Jesus is saying. Nope. And, and he's never going to be able to cover everything that needs to be covered. Like we could preach the Bible for the next thousand years and never cover everything. Like I spent, gosh, I spent six weeks last summer in one chapter of Luke. Yeah. And that's one chapter of a 27 chapter book. (laughs) (laughs) And so I don't know, man, like if I could encourage anybody, anything, it's like open your word and read it. And I don't care what, what translation you have. Like if you have the message and it's easier for you to read it, then read it. Yeah. Then read, read the it. message. Read the I read message. The, the passion translation all the time because I love some of the stuff that it says. Yep. The footnotes are incredible in that translation. Yep. But I also have an ESV. I also have a New King James. I also have an NIV. I also have, like, I've got five or six different, different translations. And if you have a smartphone, which generally, if you're listening to this, you're listening to it on that. Yeah. Download the Bible app. Hundreds of translations. Yeah. You can pick whichever one you want. What I used to do when I was bored. Hawaiian pigeon. Huh? No. <laughs> what I used to do when I was bored is I'd let it read to me. Okay, yeah. So, like, I'm sitting there, like, I'm sitting there at work, and I'm just doing something, and, like, music wasn't, like, like you know, like, when yeah. when you're not feeling music, no matter what genre, mm-hmm. like, dude, there was one day where I was all like, you know what, I'll put some worship music on. Wasn't feeling it. I was like, okay, well, you know what, maybe it's a worldly day. And so I went, and I started listening to rap. Okay. Nothing. I went and listened to Norteñas. Nothing. <laughs> I went and listened to country, nothing. I was all right, well, maybe it's a podcast day. day. Did you try Creed that day? I tried Creed and it wasn't that day either. Dang it, dude. And rock, all of it, whatever you can think of, I tried listening to that day. Nothing. And and so I went to the podcast, nothing. No podcast was satisfying my ear that day or catching my attention. And then I was like, well, you know what? I might as well try it. And so I went yeah. and I, I started an X. <laughs> there you go, dude. <laughs> Just let it read to me the whole time. Heck yeah. And I was like, you know what? This will do for now. For yeah. sure. This is satisfying enough. Yeah. Um, the thing that's crazy to me is like for so long, people didn't even have access to the word. Yeah. And we now literally have hundreds of translations and we're so distracted and bored with other things that we won't read yeah. <laughs> the Bible and find out what, what it, it says, man. I don't know what it is. It's just the draw of the flesh, I think. I think more than anything, it's just like, especially in America, yeah. we're just so distracted. Because I know uh, when someone is interested in something or passionate about something, they'll do anything to either read more about it, yeah. dive deep, discover it. Yeah. I just, yeah. I well, mean, it's there's like just with, with, so many other things we'd rather do than. Yeah. Well, it's like me with disc golf, man. Yeah. I spent hundreds of hours on a disc golf course or watching YouTube videos of rounds being played. And yeah. like, it's like, dude, 
And I'm not saying that that's bad. I'm not saying that going out and doing something and being active is a bad thing. But I'm saying is like, do I really need to watch professional disc golf coverage? Yeah. No, I don't need to watch it. It's enjoyable. Yeah. But how much stronger spiritually would I be if I spent all the hours that I spent watching Paul Macbeth play disc golf, like reading the book of Acts or reading Corinthians and, and, and reading Romans and all these like incredible texts that are that are trying to, to, to shout out to me like who I am in Christ. And I think that's an, yeah. more than anything. I just think it's the fact that we don't know who we are. Yeah. And, and But the crazy thing about it is, is that we have done it before. Yeah. And it's changed everything. Yeah. It's changed our perspective. It's changed the way we think. It's changed the way we've carried ourselves. Mm-hmm. We have done it. We've been there. All of us have. I don't doubt people listening to this pod that are believers have done it before. Yeah. To where they read consistently. They either find like an hour. Yeah. Or 30 minutes, 15 minutes of reading like or 20 minutes of reading, five minutes of praying or like two minutes. I mean, it, it, yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter just about like we've done it. And we've seen a dramatic change in our life that for us to not do it now and just still ask, well, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What you know I, what's going on. You what just don't doing do it. Wrong? What am I doing wrong? Yeah. Like, what am I doing dude. wrong here? It's just like, I mean, you, you know lost, what you're doing you wrong. You lost the passion for your first love, man. You just don't want, dude, mi primer amor, <laughs> te adoraré. Chief, that's for you, buddy, if you're listening. Yeah, Chief. Yo quiero estar pegado a ti. <laughs> dude, that's my favorite song ever. One of my favorite songs ever. But I just think that, man, we've done a poor job of telling people who they are. Oh yeah. Um, and who, who our father is like, like pastor Wayne talks about all the time when he first started preaching, he's like, he's, he had like four sermons and he would just re-preach those four sermons over and over and over and over and over again, because that's what the denomination he was a part of was, was focusing on. He don't dance, he don't drink, he don't smoke, he don't, you know, you don't, do this. You don't do that. You don't do this. You don't do that. We don't stand for this. We don't stand for that. And it's like, okay, well, what do we do? <laughs> what do we stand for? What are the things that we celebrate? What yeah. are the things that we champion? Cause apparently all we're here to do is condemn you and tell the, tell you that you're stupid and bad, a bad sinner. And so all that does is force you. If you want to be a part of the church and you want to be a part of the, the movement and you want to be a part of God's family. Yeah. It forces you to then hide your sin better. Yeah. That's all it does. It What'd doesn't you say the other day, sin management or something. Yeah. Like that? Sin management, behavior modification. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to pick a sin where nobody's going to know that I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm going to pick a sin that's easy to hide. It's easy to cover up and nobody's ever going to know that I'm struggling with it. Um, because if they do know that I'm struggling with it, they're going to run me out of this building. Yep. And don't even start it on how the fact that we've, we've glorified these buildings and all they are is freaking buildings. They're and not they're churches. Nice, they're buildings. They're pretty nice, though. They are nice, but they're buildings, man. And they have AC. Huh? And they have AC. Some of them do. Oh, that is true. <laughs> I mean... No, no, no. I get it. What I'm saying is that we've glorified these rooms and these walls and these, you know... And, and, and the scripture says that God's spirit doesn't reside in buildings made by hands. He, he resides in, in us. Yeah. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit now. Not We're, that building. We're the ones that invoke his presence. Yeah. And so people want to go to a pretty building with an AC and with a heater in the winter and, and with a coffee bar and donuts every week. And they want to have, you know, lights and, and screens and all this different stuff. And, and those things are good. That's great. I'm, I'm for it. 
but if, if you glorify a building, like I can't tell you how many times I wanted to shout at somebody who's like, Ooh, he cussed in church. It's like, no, he cussed in a building where the church meets. Yeah. Cause the church is us. We are the church. Yeah. People are the church. Yeah. The building is just a, a building where we congregate. And for you to have more frustration with the fact that somebody cussed inside of a building than they do when they're outside of that building, it's like, they're still the church outside, whether they're in here or not, they're still a part of the church. And so whether they, they curse or they do something bad or not, like it's just as bad to do it at home as it is to do it in the church. It's just as bad to do it driving down the road as it is to do it inside the church building, yeah. building. But the one thing that, that casual money, the one thing that bugs me is always the, uh, the whole thing about, uh, well, I don't need to go, well, for your sake, I'll say it like this. For my um, sake, I don't just need say to, it. Uh, I don't need to go to the church building to uh, to worship and praise God. I can do it at my home. Well, do you do it at your house? Yeah, do you? <laughs> <laughs> and there are some that do. <laughs> like, well, I mean, well, you know. But do you? Yeah. Yeah. No, you don't. It's just one of those things like, do you? No, okay, so shut up. Yeah, it's like, no, you don't. But <laughs> but Paul also says, uh, do not forsake the gathering of the saints. Yeah. Like. It's important. It's important for us to gather together. It's important. But yeah, you can worship from home, but are you? Yeah. You can. You can worship anywhere you're at. You can pray anywhere you're at. You can read your Bible anywhere you're at, but, but do, do you? But do you? Yeah. That's the thing. Do you? <laughs> like You can say you do all these things and you can do them anywhere. Yes, he's everywhere. He's omnipresent. He shows up no matter where you're at, but do you? Yeah. That's the thing. Do you? Yeah, man. And if you don't, then check yourself. Before you wreck yourself. Before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Self-evaluation is one of the biggest things you could ever do. Yeah. Self-evaluate yourself. Be like, am I doing the right stuff? Am I getting things done the way I need to? And then change it. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Nobody's stuck, to, um, nobody's stuck where they're at forever. No. You could always change. And if you are stuck where you're at forever, it's because you refuse to change. You refuse yeah. to, you refuse to allow God to come in and transform your heart and change who you are. And, uh, and then sometimes it doesn't even take God. It just takes you stop being an idiot. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like it just takes you to just be like, I mean, like, okay. For, <laughs> uh, like an example, if your license is, is uh, suspended, God's not going to come down here and go to the DMV and do that. <laughs> get your butt up and go get your license re yeah. <laughs> renewed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like sometimes we want to involve God in everything when it's, yeah, there's some things we could do ourselves. Come on, man. So just kind of like, come on. Yeah. Come on, people. Um, oh man, what was I going to say? Anyway, uh, I just know that like, Anytime that I've really been in a struggle in my life, it's usually been a time where I'm not pursuing God. Yeah. It's usually been a time where I'm either walking in a way that's not glorifying him. Yep. Or I am allowing the events. Um, I'm allowing the events that are happening around me to influence and dictate um, my emotional response. Yeah. And so when those things aren't happening how I want them to, then all of a sudden 
now I don't want to pursue God anymore because, well, this thing happened. Obviously, God doesn't love me. And he's like, dude, you made a dumb decision. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You walked into a, a situation you probably shouldn't have walked into without even consulting me. And now you're reaping. And this is what we talked about a few weeks ago. It's like the difference between condemnation and consequences. It's like, there are some situations we're going to walk into and it's like, Oh crap, I'm going to have to pay for this later. Aren't I? Yeah. And God's like, yeah, man, you, you tip that domino over, man. (laughs) (laughs) You started this ball rolling and it's not stopping until it gets to the end of that mountain. Like, I love you and I'll still be there with you. But (laughs) yeah, he's like, I didn't put you there. <laughs> I didn't make that happen. You yeah. you walked into that on your own, brother. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, man. It's just like, dude, it's so easy. It is so easy for the enemy to like trick us into being stupid and to do dumb things. And it's like, well, I guess I'll just go play with fire. I haven't gotten burned before. And then your shop's on fire or your church is on fire. <laughs> Wow, dude, always <laughs> taking shots, bro. Always taking shots. Um, one time, people, that was one, one time. time. I one haven't time. started a fire ever since then. Not even once, dude? Not even once. Okay. Well, uh, when I when I start the grill, yeah, I start a fire then. So now you're a liar, too? <laughs> uh, so we were talking this morning in the... Uh, in the pastor's group that I go to on Tuesdays. Yeah. And, uh, Wayne brought up exchange and yeah. like, uh, the exchange of currency. And he's talking about how, so like if, if you ever go to a foreign country, like you're going to have to take your American dollars and, and exchange them for that foreign country's currency. So like, if I go to Mexico, I've got to change it into pesos. Or if I go to Burkina Faso, I've got to change it into SEFA. Or, you know, you go to the European Union, you got to change it into euros, such and so on. Denari. Denari. (laughs) Sorry, I just like that word. (laughs) It is a good word. Um, And he was talking about how, you know, the the kingdom of heaven operates in a different currency than the kingdom of earth does. Yeah. And the kingdom of heaven, the currency is faith. Yeah. Like the way that we buy goods and services in in the kingdom, and I use that, I mean, that's not the way that it, we don't buy things from God or whatever, but the way that we operate and and we're able to, um, handle our business in the kingdom of heaven is with faith. Yeah. And, uh, and he was talking and like, he's talking about the fact that, you know, like in order to operate inside of the system of government inside of Mexico, you've got to use pesos to pay for stuff. Yeah. Um, and I was like, there's, there's pretty much a universal way to pay for stuff now across the globe. And it's electronically. Yeah. Like, I would liken the, our, our faith in the kingdom to using a debit card on earth. It's like, because David has all of those those guys in Africa that he helps pay for stuff. Yeah. He doesn't wire them money anymore because they won't let him wire money anymore because yeah. <laughs> he's sent too much money to Africa and they think he's a terrorist. But, like, the way that it works, like, First Financial had a card that you could do that with, too. It's called a Go Global card. Yeah. And so you would deposit money into a bank account in America, and somebody in another country could use that card to buy stuff where they're at. Yeah. They could either go to an ATM or they could go to a store, you know, restaurant, whatever. And if they took credit cards or debit cards, they were able to pay for stuff. I was like, that's that's basically how faith is in the kingdom. It's like, anywhere you're at on the globe, it works. Like, anywhere that we're at, 
in this world, our faith is going to work. Yeah. And that's when we're operating in the kingdom that nobody can see. Um, and it's not something where we have a limited supply. Yeah. Like our faith is endless. It's an endless supply of, of, of funds and finances and stuff. Um, but it's also not something where God is our sugar daddy and just like giving us, <laughs> giving us Lamborghinis and Ferraris and stuff yeah. because we're, we're good little children. And it's like, we've got to have faith to do stuff. It's like, if faith can make the move, uh, if, if faith can move a mountain, then, then let the mountains move. It's like, okay, and you're drawing on the faith that God has supplied to us. And, and that's like, uh, Galatians two twenty. It's like, um, I've been crucified with Christ is no longer oh, I who live. Christ, but Christ lives, lives within me. me. And the faith that I now live by is the faith. And, and most translations have it translated as, um, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. But in the King James version, which is sometimes I, I hate it that there's not one translation that is perfect yeah. from Greek to English or Hebrew to English because the translators in all these different places want to take words and change them so that it looks like something different instead of what it actually says. It's like the whole, therefore there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus End of verse Romans eight, one ends there, but people add who are called according to his purpose. Yeah. You know, it's for those who are in Christ Jesus, there's no, there's now no condemnation for them. But anyway, Galatians two twenty, the the best translation says the life I now live, I live by the faith of the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Yeah. So it's not even my faith. It's his. It's like Jesus gave me his faith to believe in him that yeah. he will come and, and like <laughs> enter in and, and reign on this world in my behalf. Yeah. And, and we think that like, God, oh man, I just wish I had their faith. I just wish I had the faith of, you know, TD Jakes or, or, or Benny Hinn or, or insert famous preacher guy named here. And it's like, you do. Yeah. You literally have the same faith. You have the same exact faith because they're operating on the same supply that you're operating off of. You just don't know how to appropriate it yet. Yeah. And it's like, and most of us won't go out and risk things to test our faith. Yep. We want to do everything as easy as possible. Yeah. Because we think that if it doesn't work, then, well, it's going to look bad on me if I pray for somebody and they don't get healed. Yeah. It's like, no, dude, you're not putting your life on the, like, it's not your, um, it's not your name that's at stake. It's God. Like he's the one that's supposed to show up. It had nothing to do with you. It's like, if God shows up, then, then he can do whatever. But if, if it's dependent on you, then nothing would ever get done. And so, um, yeah, I mean, there was one that was that, um, that it, it still like, Not bugs me, but like kind of puzzles me of why people would want to do it, like want to do it on their own. Mm, mm-hmm. It's just like why? Yeah. Like why would you want to do it on your own? <laughs> you see how tough it is. You can yeah. barely make it now as you are now. Yeah. And you want to try like, and live the, one the Christian thing, life without God? <laughs> you know the one thing that I think we talked about this when people used to say, "Uh, well, I'm gonna do me." Oh yeah, have or, fun. <laughs> why are you gonna do you? <laughs> Do you use what got you in the first place? Where are you at in the first place, you yeah. dummy? Change do, what you're doing. Yeah, doing you is what got you in the stupid <laughs> message you're in, bro. You know what? Forget this. I'm just going to do me. I was like, good luck. You're going to be back in the same spot you were rolling, before. Rolling one deep. <laughs> uh, oh, 
my gosh, It's man. for sure like bed 37. Yeah, dude. it is. But, I mean, look, his grace and his goodness is way more than we, like, way sufficient. Yeah. More than enough for you. More than enough for me, more than enough for Jeff. Yeah. Um. And so, like, just hold on to that, you know? Just believe that. Believe that that he has you where he has you for a reason. Yeah. Though it may not seem like it, though it may feel like the stuff you've been praying is not coming to pass. Um you just gotta know he is listening. Yeah, don't give up. Don't give up. He is listening. He hasn't gone deaf to your no. to your ear or, or like to your prayers, to your no. cries. He hasn't. He's heard every single one. Yeah. And he's caught every single one. Like there was one, like um, I know this scene off the um if y'all seen the movie Shaq, or not Shaq, but the Shaq. The Shaq. Um the great movie. Um if you haven't seen it, see it. If you have seen it, there's a part in that movie where um because God technically presents himself to this man in different forms. Right. And in this form it's a black woman. Yeah. And so they're in the kitchen and they're they're cooking up the dough. They're kneading it. This guy's daughter is dead, mm-hmm. right? And so he goes up to the cabins and and this is where he finds quote God, right? Yeah. And and they're in the kitchen and they're cooking. And and this scene gets me every time, every time it gets me. I'm I'm not talking about it, but when I watch it because they just do such a good job with it. Yeah. But. Um, so like he starts talking about God, he's all like, um, they say that, that you can protect, uh, the people that you love and this and that, but you couldn't even protect your own son Hmm. talking about Jesus. Yeah. Right. And so this guy angry that his daughter died and that God wasn't there to, to, to protect her. Yeah. Um, you say you love, but. Yeah, you couldn't even protect the son, uh, your own protect son. your own son that you love, whom you claim that you love. He said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Whom you claim that you love. Um, and like just sitting there in that moment is just they keep going back and forth, and then he brings up his daughter. Yeah, he's like, "You couldn't even protect her." And then he goes, okay, okay. So he first starts talking about his daughter. My bad. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I had to think about this scene. Yeah. And so he starts talking about his daughter first. You couldn't even protect her. Da, 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 da. And then he goes, he's like, and you couldn't even protect your own son whom you say you love. Mm. And then um, she opens up her hands and has the cuts. Yeah. The nails, right? The holes from the nails. And tells him, don't think. Oh gosh, never mind. I guess I guess talking about it gets me. <laughs> He's like, um, she goes, Don't think that what happened to him didn't cost me two. Yeah. Cause I was there with him the entire time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry, I didn't mean my voice to crack. But that scene is so powerful. Yeah. Cause even though he's he didn't Get him out of it. He was there. Yeah. He was there. And just like it cost you, it cost him. Yeah. 
I want you to know that what's going on right now in your situation, don't think it didn't cost him because it did. Yeah. Yeah. And it was love. Mm-hmm. And he did everything out of love. That same love that we started talking about from the beginning. Yeah. The love that condemns us to eternal freedom. Come on. It's that love. Yeah. Well, and that's what, I mean, that's what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15. It says that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. God was in Jesus. Jesus on the cross was reconciling the world, bringing the world back to God. And it had to happen that way. And there's yeah. there's something that, that Wayne always says. I don't know if, I'm sure he didn't coin it. I'm sure somebody said it before he did, but I've only ever heard him say it. He says, the only man-made things in heaven are the scars in Jesus' hands, feet, and side. Yeah. It's like, that's the only things because he carries those scars forever. Yeah. And we have evidence of that in John when he comes and talks to Thomas and says, you know, look at the, the holes in my hands yeah. and in my feet and put your hand in my side. And then Thomas says, my Lord, my God. that's all he can say is like my lord my god um and we will never understand we will never know we will never realize what israel said we will not ever grasp what it cost him and and throughout i i don't know how much they referenced it in the movie i've only seen the movie once but i've read that book two or three times um but but God, when, when he's presenting himself as that motherly character yeah. to, to Mac, she keeps saying over and over, you'll, you'll never know what it cost him. You have no idea what it cost him to, to die on the cross. Like, yeah. you'll, you'll never understand. Like it cost him so much. It cost Jesus so much to be the one, to be our propitiation, to be our payment to be the one that bore our sin, to bear our transgressions, to be the one that, that hung on that cross that belonged to me, that belonged to you, to die the death that was our death to die and putting death to death in the cross, in, in the grave. But then Sunday morning came. Come on. And he rose, man. And we rose with him. Yeah. Like... And we have no understanding, like we just don't understand it. We don't grasp the the magnitude of that, the the greatness of the fact that when he died, we died. Our 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 old man was crucified with Christ, and our new man was raised up with him. And we don't have to live according to the way that the old man lived. We don't have to live according to the world system. We don't have to live according to the flesh anymore. We can live by the spirit and in the spirit and walk according to the spirit. And we don't have to fulfill the lust of the flesh, but we've been told for so long, and we're going back to where we started. We've been told for so long that we've got to get our lives in order we can't let anybody see that we've got gaps and brokenness and, and pieces that aren't as shiny as other pieces. We've got to make ourselves look awesome at every turn, and we can't tell anybody that we're weak somewhere. And we've been told forever that like, the Christian life is about not doing bad things and doing good things. Yeah. And it's like, that's, that's a small piece of it. Like denying your flesh and following Christ is one part of it. But that's not the whole part of it. The, the whole... It, like part of the gospel is not just salvation. It's not just getting your ticket punched to heaven and your fire insurance. No, it's more. Like salvation is meant for today. It's meant for here. It's meant for this earth. Yeah. It's meant for us to be able to show other people that there's hope, that there's something we can live that, that, that is 
as giving us something to attain to. There's something that that's in this world that, that we're able to grasp and, and hold and, and yeah. really walk in. Yeah. It's not just far off and out in the distance and, 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 you know, some glad morning when this life is over, I'm going to fly away. Yeah. But you're going to come back here. Yeah. <laughs> like heaven is not our eternal resting place. Yeah. The earth was created for man. And, and, and some of y'all are going to be like, well, I thought I was going to heaven when I die temporarily because he's creating a new heavens and a new earth. And we're going to reign on the new earth. It's not going to be spending eternity in heaven. We're, we're destined to reign here in this time where we already are because we're not going to need healing when we get to the other side of eternity. Come on. We're not going to need freedom when we get to the other side of eternity. We're not going to need financial blessings when we get to the other side of eternity. Like all of these things that are promised to us in the scriptures are not being held back for us for that some glad morning when we fly away. Yeah. It's for now. Yeah. It's for the nasty now and now, as some hey. people say. You know, people say, yeah, I'm going to heaven, but I'm having a hell of a time getting there. It's like, yeah, because your perspective sucks, man. Yeah. Because you've been told forever that you're dirty and you're a sinner saved by grace and you're, you know, you're limited and you're never going to amount to what you're supposed to amount to. But you can, you know, if you read your scriptures more and you pray harder and you... You fast forty days a uh, forty days a week, and you and you <laughs> yeah, no, spend your whole entire world doing all these different things. And maybe God's going to love you more, and He'll give you a better a better mansion when you get to heaven. It's like, no, dude, that's not what it's about. Yes, scripture reading is great, and we talked a lot about that earlier. Praying is an, an incredible thing to do, but praying is not a discipline that you're supposed to have. Prayer is a conversation. Yeah. You pray and you listen for God to speak back to you. That's that's what prayer is. It's not just a one-sided conversation. It's not just shouting into the into the darkness hoping that somebody hears you. I'm oh, sorry. Yep. I was trying to go heavy metal. <laughs> but because Yeah. Yeah, my voice is practically gone. But like he has good things for us. Yeah. He has good things for us. John Egan wrote a song last year and it, and it says, "You are good and everything you do is good." God is good and everything he does is good. Everything is good. And if it's not good, then it's not done. Like Romans 8, 28, all things work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his word, called according to his purpose. It's crazy to understand. Or if it's it ain't crazy, good, it's not over. It's crazy to think that, that his sacrifice was, okay, let me phrase it like this. Okay. He loved you so much, right? He yeah. loved you so much that he gave his son to die for you. Yeah. So you can sit wherever you're at tonight or today and doubt him. <laughs> he loved you so much. Wow. That you could, uh, the, that, that, that he has given you the freedom right now to sit there and doubt him. Yeah. Yeah. To sit there and think bad thoughts about him. Mm -hmm. To sit there and doubt that he can't do it again. He sent his son to die out of love for you so that way you could sit there and have that freedom to think those kind of thoughts. Yeah. Though they're not good and though they're not true. No. And though that's not the gospel. No. He died and loved you enough for you yeah. To give you the freedom to sit there and still call him a bad God. Yeah. Well, what does it say in Romans? What does it say in Romans? God showed his love for us in this 
while we were yet sinners, sinners, while we were still sitting in our sin, he sent Christ to die on the cross. And he says, you know, some people may die for a good man. Like I may take a bullet for my friend Israel because yeah. I love him and I know him you better and, do. and I, and I believe that he's a good man. Um, but I might not take a bullet for him because I'm also afraid to die. But it says sometimes people might take, might die for a good man, but God showed his love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, he sent his son to die on the cross. Mm-hmm. That's when he loved us. Yeah. He, he didn't love us like, he didn't love the future version of us so much. And, and, and then he sent Jesus into the world. It was like, he knew that Jesus had to die for us to become that future. Yeah. He knew that Jesus had to die for any of us to have a chance. Yeah. And, and even if you're an atheist and you don't believe in him and, or you're an agnostic and you're not sure about him or, or you are a Satanist or whatever, he died for you too. Yeah. And he gave his entire life for you too. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he died while, while you were in your sin. Yeah. And, and you're like, well, how does that work? That was 2000 years ago. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Ooh. God's not locked into time. No, dude. He's outside <laughs> of time. You kidding me? He created time. He started time. He, was he like, pressed hey. start on the start button. He was like, Hey time, come here real quick. Let me talk come to here, you. I need to talk to you. Hey, uh, Hey, Mr. Time, can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> Back up, Coach, if you want to stay in this game. <laughs> oh, Coach Yost. Hey, Mr. Time, can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> but if you don't hear anything else tonight, know that God loves you. With all his heart. And he has called you to be a son and a daughter, a child of the king. He's called you to incredible, glorious things. And he wants to see you set us like more than you want to be free from the thing that you're struggling with, he wants you to be free from the thing that you're struggling with. Yep. But he can't free you until you're ready to let go of those chains. Yep. And so in other words, let go. Let go. Hurry up. Just drop those chains and come to him. What are you waiting on? Like, do you like living in that in that muck? Golly. <laughs> and some of us have become so comfortable in it that we don't know what it's like to not have them, man. Yeah. And that's what's the the saddest part of this whole thing. But he is good and he loves you. Yeah. And uh, we love you. We love you. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. I was about to say, it sounds like we're wrapping up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Look, there may be people better than you. There may be people worse than you, but there is nobody like you. That's right. I just want you to know that. There's no one on earth that's fewer than you, you, brother and and sister. Yep. There you go. So you're awesome. Yeah. You're the bee's knees. And the cat's, the cat's pajamas. pajamas. That's right. You're all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> That's right. Um, once again, if you want to send us an email, we've gotten a couple of really good emails the last couple of weeks just talking about some of the things that are going on with the, some of our friends. Um, if you go and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we'll, we'll, we'll read good ones. I'll, I'll look at them and I'll read them over the interwebs and you'll get all kinds of acclaim and creditation to your life. Yes. Um, but seriously, share this with your friends and your family. Uh, you know, if you have any questions like that, you just have messages, you know, something that you want us us, to, uh, yeah, something that you want us to, 
to either talk about or touch on or or something that you want us to pray for you about. Like yeah. we're always willing to listen. If you want us to tell more dumb goofy stories, we yeah, have plenty dude. of those. If you know any dumb goofy stories you want us to tell. Yeah, like like, like if you're like, hey dude, tell that story about that one time where we were at that one place next to that one place at that one yeah. time. If you have any of those, then uh, holler at me. I actually had a couple this week, and I forgot to tell them because oh, we got. Wow. But that's okay. Well, there's always next week, brother. There is always next week. But uh, anyway, we love you guys. Y'all are awesome. Awesome. Thank you for listening. And as always, God made you special, and he loves you very much. 